Welcome, fans, to Old Goat Radio. Coverage of Manual High School football is tonight. The Crimsons are down at Central High School, the home of the Yellow Jackets. I'm Buzz Frank. I'm joined, as always, on the microphones by David Wright. Our producer, John Wright, is back in Goat Central, and we'll be bringing you all the action tonight from Central High School as the Yellow Jackets and Rams square off. Welcome back, Buzz, uh, for our 10th season of broadcasting. Boy, time has flown. That's right. Time flies when you're having fun, and I can't think of any place I'd rather be on a Friday night other than, of course, at Manual Stadium in our very own Goat Pen. Well, this has become... uh, traditional kickoff game with the Yellow Jackets of Central for the last few seasons. Certainly has. It's a, as the captain's going out onto the field, number seven for Manuel, Bryce Cosby, number six, Andre Teague Jr., and number 17, Will Britt, the three captains for Manuel tonight. Dave, I don't know if you can pick up the Central captains or not. I see some numbers, but uh, I see Corey Johnson is one. We don't have a name for number seven. Uh, Jonathan Dooley is number five, and we don't have a name for uh, number eight, but we'll do the best okay. we can we'll do the early best in the season yeah. and uh, some roster changes. I'll tell you what, one big surprise is here uh, tonight, Buzz is manual and all red on the road. Yeah, it's uh, usually you'd expect at least a white jersey on the road, but and especially an all red on a hot summer day, Central in, in their black uniforms, kind of their jerseys are actually almost a charcoal versus a black. Kind of a unique look for the Yellow Jackets. Uh, uh, a lot in the same style as what Fern Creek wears these days. Yeah. And uh, certainly uh, sartorial splendor on the, the part of both teams out here. Manual all red, but they're wearing black socks. Black trim around the uniforms. Kind of a throwback to a couple years ago, actually. Oh, yes. And uh, so, of course, with the ever-present red helmets with the white horns. Trivia question, of course, that most people won't know, but there's one period since 1959 when the Rams' horns first appeared on manual helmets that manual actually wore white helmets with red horns, and that was, of course, the 1966-67 seasons. And uh, special years for a number of reasons, Buzz. One uh, was with the state championship in 1966. It's going to be honored next week. That's right. Uh, Wilbur Hackett and the gang, uh, one of the all-time great manual football players, Wilbur Hackett, uh, manual Hall of Famer, is one of the many who will be honored from that 66 state championship team. Hard to believe, Dave, it was 50 years ago, manual's last state championship on the gridiron. Very long time. (laughs) But it just seems like... Last yeah, year. <laughs> it, 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 it does. And well, I don't know, Buzz. Tell me all about it. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a special special group of players in my mind, Dave. I learned a lot from those guys. I was a junior on that team, uh, and there's a place in my heart getting a lump in my throat thinking about seeing those guys next week. Fans, come out to Manual Stadium when Manual takes on Fern Creek in the home opener next week and honor that 66-day championship team. Anybody who's listening to this who's been around Manual for any amount of time, that's a t- team that deserves your honor, not just because I played on it, because they were outstanding citizens as well as great football players. So we're getting ready to have the kickoff here. The Central Band is moving off the field. A pretty balmy night down here at Yellow Jacket Field. And, uh, and I apologize to our listeners tonight. We, we had the coin toss buzz, and it, I just totally missed it. I don't know who won. The old goats won the, won the uh, coin toss just because we're able to be here and, and, and do this. Now I'd like you to receive concessions. Yeah. 
Uh, I would say Manuel's going to receive, so I, that doesn't mean that they won the toss, but they're going to receive. So going back for the Crimsons looks like number 11, Jalen Carter, one of their receivers, and Bryce Cosby, number seven. T.J. Ballard, another up back. Mentioning, mentioning Bryce Cosby, Dave, he just committed to Ball State University to play his college career with Ball State. I believe they are the Cardinals. Is that right? You are correct. Okay. Of uh, Northern Indiana. Fine out of Muncie, I believe. I think you're right. Fine defensive back. Intercepted six passes last year, ran three back for touchdowns. I remember this name from Central last season, Buzz. They're 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 wonderful kicker, Sebastian Francisco. Oh yeah, that's a kicker that, name. That's a kicker name. And if he wasn't a kicker, he should be a shortstop on their baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has it teed up, and we're about to kick off the 16 season. As I recall, Davey had a pretty good leg too. So here we go. The line drive, high kick. It's going to drive Carter back in the end zone, and the Crimsons will start from the 20. And that's one thing to negate manual speed back there is to kick it into the end zone. Automatic touchback in high school football. And uh, it's going to be first down for the Crimsons at the 20-yard line. As we come back, uh, I would assume that we're going to see Will Britt starting at quarterback. But Yeah, Buzz, it, it's good to see him on the field. He is. had that uh, terrible baseball injury last spring. Try to get some numbers as we can. Will Britt, number 17. We'll at least take the first snap. I see Matt Motley, number five, at one wide receiver. Jalen Carter at 11, and another wide receiver, number 70. Over the ball at center, Todd Laird, 6'2", 300-pound senior. A flip formation. we got Aiden Robbins, the deep back. Long snap count. Handoff Robbins straight ahead. Ran into a brick wall. Yeah, met pretty squarely by the central line that time. Another starter on the offensive line for Manuel, number 61, Connor Shears, 6'1", 273-pound senior. Pretty much no gain on that play. It's going to be second down and 10. And Motley checks out. Carter into the huddle with the, with the play. That's an interesting thing, Dave, because Carter was – on the field for the first play, I thought. Maybe, well, Me too. <laughs> Maybe he just stepped off. Just stepped off and, yeah. So we'll see what second down is here. Britt under center. Manuel out of the eye formation. Play action pass. He's got Carter. He's got his man beat at the 50, 40, 30, 20. Jalen Carter, 80 yards and the touchdown. The pass from Will Britt was on the money. So I missed it by one play, Dave. I said after the pound, pound, pound preseason talk, and there's a flag on the field, so it looks like we're coming back. But Jalen Carter, one of the three Manuel Crimson's picked as an all-metro player, easily outsprinted the central defensive back into the end zone, but it's and coming back. a long retreat to the line of scrimmage. We'll see the penalty, and it's going to be – False start manual, and that's going to negate. But, but I'll tell you, Dave, what's going to happen from that. You're going to loosen up beautiful, the defense. Beautiful pass by Will Britt, caught Carter in stride. They, they cannot. I don't know that anybody this year will be able to take Carter one-on-one, -on -one, and I think Central learned it that time, and they'll have to adjust. They're going to have a hard time playing man coverage all Absolutely. night. Absolutely. 58, Chevin Kennedy, one of the other offensive linemen, 74, Dalen Horton, 6'3", 276, junior, on the offensive line. So a good job of protecting that time by that offensive line, Dave. 
So after the penalty, we're going to look at second and 15 early on. No score. 11 6 to go, first quarter. First down, 16 yards to go for Manuel. Alden Robbins, I think you called his numbers in the backfield as the eye back, Dave. Britt, long snap count, handoff. I think there was some movement again. Rams ahead for about four, so it's going to be third and long. Yeah, I, if there's not a flag on that one, there, there were a couple offensive linemen who kind of moved a little bit. I also see number 67, Joe Gresset in. 6'2", listed 360 pounds, Dave. Wow. So that's a pretty big pretty big load there at Manuals. It takes up a lot of real estate. It's going to be third down and 13. So Manuel going with a two-back offense, Teague the up-back. Bryce Cosby comes in the offensive huddle. Well, we, we had we had been told this year we're going to have players going both ways. Both ways. And you've got I, I, Cosby in the slot left, Carter. Excuse me, Cosby to the right, Carter to the left, and Britt works out of the shotgun. Looking right, loads of rush. He's got some room. He's going to take off. He's across the 30, out of bounds. Did a nice job, Dave. He he got what he could take, got out of bounds before he took a hit. And one of the things putting Bryce Cosby on the field on offense does is is now you've pretty much got a single cover manual everywhere. He ran a nice little route, and that worked out very well for Manuel. Good job by Britt to pick up the first down on a third and 13. So Manuel's offense lost a touchdown but opened the game up a little bit. And it certainly have spread the, the defense. Certainly have T.J. Ballard into the huddle here for Manuel. He's going to come out as a wide receiver on this side. And again, that power eye formation, rare these days in high school football. Kind of a retro look. Hand off again, Robbins. He was tripped up in the backfield. Pretty nice move after first contact, Dave. He was able to keep his balance and go. One thing that power eye gives you, it gives you a power running attack. Maybe that's why they call it a power eye. And uh, you've got Teague as an up back up there who certainly can do some damage when he gets the football in his hands as well. So second and nine. A lot of personnel changes here. Second and nine. Got a lineman checking out. And we're yeah, going to have to take a timeout hurt. here. A lineman came well, off the field. we've got an official's timeout. Timeout on the field. Well, that's a break for the Crimsons if the officials called it because Manuel had a lineman come off the field with no substitute going in for him. I think they've got a helmet problem. And uh, Actually, they're, they're working on the helmet right in front of us. So. Yeah. <laughs> and and maybe, this, break. maybe this, oh, they're saying no water. Curmudgeon of an official tonight. It's Todd we're seeing, Blair. We're seeing what, what this is. Six foot two, three hundred and eight pound senior. Yeah, it uh, I don't know, Buzz. They, he's, he's showing the equipment managers his triple A card. I don't know if that's gonna help him get his helmet fixed any quicker <laughs> well, or not. Let's see, wait a minute, I think there's a truck pulling up. You know, some of those helmets, I don't know if they still do it, but do you used to shoot them full of air? Maybe they do need that triple A card, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> you roadside service. So what do we got here? Second down and nine to go for the Crimsons. Molly late entering the huddle, probably bringing a play in. I think we have, and we have to be honest with our listeners, we don't have the best vantage point tonight, but it looks like the ball is about on the manual 32. Right. We're, we're in the stands on the visiting side. Uh, TV bumped us out of the press box, and that's fine. We're a lot cooler than those guys are. 
literally and figuratively. Hand off again, goes to number two, Marcus Floyd. He's got the sideline across the 40, 30, 10, 5. Race to the end zone. Touchdown, no flags. So it's Marcus Floyd, the 6'1", 158-pound junior with the touchdown. 69-yard touchdown run, and Dave, what Manuel did that time, they brought in their passing package and then ran, ran the, ball. the ball. So a little bit of, uh, little bit of gamesmanship. A pretty good idea there. 8.50 left to go here in the first quarter. 69-yard by Floyd, first touchdown of the season. Pasquale on to hold. Next time you do that, I'll know what you mean. Okay, and Nick Kopp on for the PAT. Holds down the kick, splits the uprights. 8.56 to go, first quarter. Manual 7, Central 0. So two big two big plays by the manual offense. One by air, one by ground. The first negated by a penalty. No laundry on the second one, Buzz. And, Dave, I don't think you can sell short that third and 13 the scramble by Will Britt to pick up that first down to keep the drive going. But a big touchdown run there by Marcus Floyd. And, again, Manuel showing some running backs. That's at least the third running back who's carried the football. And that was one position we were told there would be plenty of depth. And it looks like there may be some on the offensive line today as well. So did you say Cop got that extra point, Dave? Yeah, Cop with the PAT. He's back on. Going to put the ball on the right hash for the kickoff. First series of the season, successful 80-yard drive in just a little over three minutes. Right, and on the one hand, Dave, like like you mentioned before the game came on, when you run the ball, you kind of shorten the game, you pound it, you wear the other team down. But if you run it for 69 yards and a touchdown, you're actually not controlling <laughs> the, the clock as well. But you know what? Points are what's win, what wins football games, so that's a good start for the Crimson. And Corey Johnson deep for the Yellow Jackets. It's going to be fielded by number 16. We apologize. We don't have a name for that jersey. Tries to set up the return left, and he's smothered at the central 14-yard line. Great coverage yeah, by the Crimson just kick team. Really good coverage there. Uh, Looks like it was uh, Matt Motley, Matt was Motley the down there. John Sneed, Jr., the other. And Buzz, I have to be frank with you. Pardon the no, ball. no, I'm frank. We knew that we would see guys <laughs> on both sides of the ball, but we got Andre Teague. In a linebacker position. How about that? Yep. Wow. I see I see Cosby at a – actually, look – well, let's see here. Yeah, Andre T. I don't know if he's if he's a linebacker or a corner there. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be playing outside, outside linebacker. linebacker. And he's on the same side with Cosby. Central Keon Ferris at gun. safety. Quick snap. And the run goes – Corey Johnson, he's stocked up for no game. Pretty pretty good job stuffing the run that time. Of course, we know that the anchor of the Banyals defensive line is going to be number 98, Sean Cleasant. And he was right there in the middle of that along with number 89, Will Sissel, starting at defensive end. Another guy we're used to seeing the tight end position on offense. And he has been on the offensive side of the ball already tonight, so he's playing both ways. So 25 at another linebacker position. That's Kenneth Nacho Jones, one of the GOATs' favorites. James Simpson gets the start at quarterback for Central. Again, out of the a little more of a pistol formation this time. Handoff again. Actually, he's going to keep. Goes around right in, has some room. Finally brought down by a shirt tail tackle. That was a pretty good run, Dave. He shook off a tackle at the line of scrimmage and, then, and broke it for positive yardage. Manuel had a tackle in the backfield, but it – 
it's going to be close to a first down. Thirty I plus years ago, Buzz, that may have been a touchdown. Yeah, the days of the old tearaways. <laughs> so it's going to bring up third, third and, and seven. seven. Really, only got about two yards on that play. So a big third down for the Jackets coming up. Already down seven nothing. They send three receivers left. A running back to the left of Simpson. Waits for the snap, takes it, drops back, quarterback draw it looks like. And it's going to be stopped by John Snead Jr. on the far side of the field. He's going to force a punt. I think I, it was quarterback draw the whole way. I, I was going to say the same thing, Dave. He, I don't think he ever really cocked the ball to throw it. He took two steps and, and ran. Good job by the defense. It's three and out for the Yellow Jackets. And, uh, Dave, this game, what, what people – need to understand is yes it's a 3a versus a 6a but uh, this is a measuring stick central has a lot of athletes they've got a pretty large squad if you look at the numbers that central brings out here for a 3a team they probably dwarf most of the 3a rosters in the state of kentucky and their si- roster size is about equal to manuals punter we don't have a name but it's number seven good snap pretty good pretty kick good cosby fields it at the 45 Tries to set up their turn on the right sideline. Well, I'll and tell you what. Joe Jones was very close to picking up a penalty. but <laughs> Yeah, got his head in front, though, and that's the key. Front, and it was a big play. Not so, Manuel with excellent position, field position, at the central 43 to start their second possession of the night. I don't think we can say enough about Bryce Cosby fielding that punt, Dave. That was one where it, a lot of times the receiver would have let it go, and it might have rolled further down. He caught it, didn't let the ball get into his pads, caught it on the run, and got good positive yardage. The ball is uh, up close. Is it across midfield? Yes, it's across. It's in central territory at about the 43-yard line. So good good move by Cosby to make that play. Pasquale to the right, and we've got Carter in the slot to the left, along with Motley. Britt out of the shotgun. Carter comes in motion right, takes the handoff, slips one tackle, two. He'll pick up about six yards. And uh, Buzz, that looked like they could have went for a lot more with just one more well, it, stiff arm. That was another play, Dave, that somebody had a shot at Carter in the backfield and couldn't tackle him. And I just don't know that they realize how explosive Jalen Carter is. He's going to be fun to watch this year. Uh, we saw him last year make, uh, I called it an Odell Beckham-esque catch. Uh, but certainly the rally with his against Central last That's, that's right. Manual down 10 nothing In the end zone, went up like a rebounder and pulled it in well over his head. John Riley nice checks pickup. in. Manual getting it. Power eye formation. Hand off Teague. Off left guard. I tell you what, Central's getting some good penetration. That well, time there was nowhere to go. You know, when you're playing against a power eye like this, and what Central's doing is, is they brought the house. It, it's uh, dare I say it, the first game of the season, a little bit reminiscent of what we saw from Bobby Redmond in his years yes, at Mayo. Yes, yes, especially against the power eye. Just, yeah. just, just overload the box. Eight men in the box, and they all charged forward at the snap and found gaps and were able to cut through. So, so manageable that, third and five. Yep. Just under six minutes. 5.30 left here in the first quarter. Manual up 7 nothing. Now, where that's going to pay off in the long run, though, Dave, is they have to honor Teague getting the ball. And that, that could open up the tailback for some carries to the outside. And I think we've got a wildcat situation here. Bryce Cosby in at quarterback. He fakes to Carter. Bryce Cosby will have the first down out of the old wild goat formation. Yeah, the, the, could we call it the wild goat? Yes, we can call it the wild goat formation, the, the read option. 
And, and I'm not sure in a lot of cases that there's really an option to it. When it, when Bryce Cosby goes in there like that, I'm sure he's thinking, it's my ball. Well, sorry, Jay Bird, this one's mine. But uh, certainly a good pickup. So a lot of different looks already from the Crimsons tonight. So it's a first down. Looks like the ball's at the central, we'll call it 30-yard line. I think I'm right. It is at the central 30. You are correct, sir. That is the 30-yard line. Looks like the point of the ball is just about right on it. And it, and they're going to stay with Cosby. It's Ballard in motion left. Ball's on the ground. And I think Manuel's recovered. Yeah, I wonder if that was supposed to be a trick play where they were snapping it to the up back, Dave. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, well, we heard that they were gonna, it was going to be a run-oriented team, but they didn't say anything about not being, uh, yeah, not being tricky. So it's a loss now, of one. If it were raining and muddy, I'd have another example to bring up. I will not do that. Uh, it's going to be what second and eleven here, Dave. Second eleven from the thirty-one. Four minutes to go, first quarter. Central went three and out on their first possession. More normal alignment. It's Britt under center. Robbins, the lone running back. Long snap count. Counter. Robbins tries the right side. He'll pick up about four. Pretty pretty nice hole, actually, that time, Dave. Kind of a delayed handoff. Number 58, Shevin Kennedy. And uh, number 70, Todd Laird with a couple good blocks. And there's a central player down on the field. So... So a, a number I, I don't think we've called yet tonight, number 81. Oh, yeah, you did, Alan Pasqua. By the way, that, let's thank his father, Jerome Pasqua, who printed or sent us the rosters and got everything together for us tonight. And really appreciate that, so I don't have to do it. And while there's a break in the action, Dave, I've got uh, – while we're looking at the attending to the injured yellow jacket, number eight. And, again, we don't have a name for the player. I apologize for that. Just wanted to let let our fans know, I know a lot of you might be disappointed. This past Sunday, Old Goat Radio had uh, some of the manual volleyball team in, Coach Tim McConnell, seniors Haley Just, Sophia Lebrecht, and Jamie Macaluso. And what, a, what an entertaining show we had. Unfortunately, we lost it. So technical difficulties. We're going to try to reschedule that show and give you plenty of warning because that's going to be a really good show. What an entertaining, energetic, just group of kids. Yeah, great rapport with each other. Intelligent, effervescent. A lot of adjectives to describe that group. And so we're going to get them back on. It's third and seven as we pick up the action again. Three forty-one left in the first. Manual up seven nothing. Looking to add here. New fullback is checked in, number 23, Ian Long. They send Carter in motion left, handoff, Robbins, no fake. It's Britt, little toss in the line of scrimmage to Carter. Slips one man, knocked out of bounds hard. Uh, looks like it's going to be a short gain. Yeah, I, I don't think don't think we're close to a first down. but I don't know if that was – that play worked as, as it was supposed to buzz or not because actually Carter and Britt really looked close when yeah, he they, left. It, it was almost like the, the old Utah shovel pass yes. except he threw it overhand. And, uh, yeah, it was it was like a just a – I'll tell you what it reminds me of, the old option play that we ran back in the day, only that this time 
the option player was in the the receiver was in front of the option pitcher. Fourth and six, Manuel will go. I see a difference in the helmets, Dave, and I'll tell you in a minute. Britt under center. Long snap count again. Maybe we're going to try to just draw them off sides. I think at one point we're going to get a timeout. Timeout, 2.37 to go. First quarter, manual seven, central zero. Fans, you're going to have to wait till next uh, Friday night unless you've watched the video on WBKI tonight. There's a free plug for the TV folks who are covering this game. By the way, hats off to a TV station who will cover high school football in oh, I love Kentucky. It. Absolutely it's, love it. It's great. But here's the difference in the helmets from this year. It's a matte red. It's not a shiny red. And I thought I needed to get my prescription checked, Buzz. You are correct, sir. So there, there is a, a new wrinkle to the to the uniform. It's something that's in vogue these days at all yep. levels of football. That that matte finish look, as opposed to the uh, turtle wax high gloss shine. Yeah. I was always partial to the high, the bright shiny helmets, but you know, a couple years ago, two or three years ago, when Manuel played more, they had like a matte black helmet, yes. which I didn't figure went with their color scheme, but it worked. It worked out real well. I think as you look across the way there, we might see a couple of yellow jackets with a matte finish. And uh, our weatherman was right earlier, Buzz, who yep. predicted rain. I just felt the drop. I felt the drop or two, too. That's okay. The old goats go on. We've suffered through worse weather conditions. Certainly that monsoon out at, uh, <laughs> out at Pleasure Ridge Park a few years ago when Spencer Sumper became known to the goats and pretty yep. much the public. So, Manuel. Looks like fourth and six. High formation for Manuel. Long snap count again. Britt takes the snap. Play action pass. He's got Carter on the post. He's doubled. He gets pulled pulled down. He's got a man wide open. It's Robbins. He'll score. Aiden Robbins, who released out of the backfield. And Will Britt had the patience to wait for him to clear out. And we had Jalen Carter, who was tackled at about the five. <laughs> Dave, just just think about how long Will Britt had to throw that ball. The, the offensive line did their job. It was a good play fake. And Robbins went through, and nobody picked him up. It's like, okay, we saw it's a fake. We're letting you go. And he just kind of stood out there, and they tossed him the ball. Touchdown, Manuel. Scores 13 to nothing. Pass Still 220 left to go. And Cop will, will tee it up. And the kick was good. 226 left in the first quarter. Manual 14, Central nothing. So just a nice, uh, just a nice play that time. Again, good patience by Will Britt. And and Dave, we saw him play a lot more quarterback as the season went along last year and showed some poise. We know he's got a good arm. We know he's got good feet, and certainly Britt did a good job on that play. Puts Manuel up 14 to nothing. And actually, Buzz Epp was his second unofficial TD pass of the quarter. First one coming back. You're right, Dave, and uh, just a nice job all, all around that time. Good job blocking by the line, and a good job by Robbins to not only get open, but not to do anything to take himself and put himself back in harm's way. He just kind of waved his arm a couple times, caught the pass, and took off down the field. 2.26 left, and looks like Cop's going to tee it up again. And what I like about this buzz with Manuel having more than a handful of players going both ways as the night wears on, 
Uh, fatigue may be a factor. Let's hope they build big enough lead to, to hang on if that happens. But who knows? Well, you know, in years past, Dave, one of the things we talked about in the Central game, when Central had early leads, was would they be able to hang on because of the of the depth factor that Manuel had on them? This year, can it work the other way? We don't know. We yet. don't know. But right now, working out good for the Crimson's up 14-0. Cops kick was out of bounds. We've so got the penalty marker down. I'm sure the Jackets will take over on their own 40. So it's just a, a good good break for the Jackets to have plenty good field position here to start this second drive of the game. So Manuel two for two on drives. And uh, Central, if you look, we know it's only the first quarter, Buzz, but Central's offense has been on the sideline most of the game so far. Well, and, and that's what running the ball and controlling the offensive line of scrimmage will do. You keep the other team's offense on the sidelines. And that's a big that's a big part. And I'll tell you something else, Dave. We've we've seen a little more Simpson scheme. works out of the pistol. Handoff straight ahead. Ball's flipped backward. Back to Robbins. But gonna be brought down for a loss. I'm gonna say five yards. Dave, Central is running, uh, uh, I started to call it uh, a, a pistol version of the wing tee, but what it really reminds me of is the single wing. Indeed. I think the, it's a great description. That was almost like the old fullback spinner play that you saw in the single wing. It, it, the quarterback faked the dive and and then pitched, ran an option, so uh, it, it's just a different version, but basically a single wing here. And they're going to have Jones lined up to the left of Simpsons. Two receivers left. They set the bubble screen up, and, and uh, Marcus Floyd had that sniffed out. So it's going to be third and 15. Good now, Buzz, job. remember a couple seasons ago when Manuel jumped to a big lead, Central ditched everything and just went to the triple option attack and actually seized You're the right. momentum back for a You're while. Right. You wonder if they'll they'll do that again at some point. Well, and this the, the way this offense runs, that, that kind of single wing look, can easily translate to a triple option type deal. And we'll see. So it's a big third and 15 for the Yellow Jackets. They put Johnson in the slot to the left along with two other receivers. Simpsons takes a snap. He avoids the rush. He's going to run. He's across the 35. Knocked out of bounds at the 39. We'll give him the 38 and that's going to bring on a punting situation. Yeah, he's going to be well short of a first down. And you're right, Dave. It, it, it looks like a punting situation for the Yellow Jackets here. Now, a couple of players a little frustrated. They want to stay out on the field and go for it, but that's not a wise football play right now. Yeah, so far Manuel's got this game under control, and Central, I don't think the coach is going to do anything to let Manuel throw some gas on the fire. No, Ty Scroggins didn't win all those state championships that they've got banners hanging up on the, on the stadium walls here. It looks like five of them that I can see. In, in he didn't get there by being a dummy. In a decade, five in a decade, not a bad winning percentage. Actually, they're going through a drought that many schools would love to say, oh, it's a drought. <laughs> it's We've, been four we years. We haven't won for three or four years. Yep. So it's Cosby and Carter deep for the Crimsons. Nice snap. Not much pressure for Manuel. Booming punt. It's going to back Carter all the way up to the 15. Makes the catch. Manuel sets up the wall to the right. And he's going to be brought down from behind. But Good. the picket line was set to the right. Yeah, a couple things, Dave. It was a tremendous punt, but he way, way outkicked his coverage. Manuel did a good job of holding him up and setting up the return. Carter with a nice catch. Got plenty of positive yardage. The other thing 
Um, you know, I harp on this kind of stuff. Being an old center years and years ago, that ball kind of floated back there, and if it comes down to crunch time, we saw it yeah. way back in the history of this series where the punting game yeah. turned it around in well, Manuel's favor. The old way game was a, a <laughs> clinic on how not to yeah. execute a punting game. One short and one long, and that doesn't mean one good one. <laughs> and then the, the botched kick by the punter in the end zone. Yeah. When he should have fell on it and took the safety. Uh, well, just you'll have to go back through the archives, yeah. <laughs> fans, to, to see how that one turned out. Back to live action. Those Britt. memories are pretty long. Out of the shotgun, Cosby in the uh, motion left. He'll take the handoff. Sweeps the left sides. Slips one tackle, two. Flags are down Flag in the neighborhood of a hold. Field. Pretty good game. What I was going to say, Dave, the, the playbook has been opened up more tonight than in generally the first two or three games we've seen in the last few seasons, at least it seems to be. Now, that doesn't mean they're showing everything that they've got, but they've certainly shown a repertoire of plays coming out in this offense. So, 59 seconds left, first quarter. Manuel with a 14-0 lead with their third possession of the night, but another penalty has backed them up a little bit. Ten more yards in the wrong direction. Uh, Andre Teague goes back into the lineup for the Crimsons. John Riley Jr. in on offense. So Buzz, we're looking at a first and 23. So that that would have been a hold from the point of the foul, which would have been three yards in the backfield. So Manuel digs themselves in their first really bad hole here. And Carter's got man coverage to the wide side of the field. Let's see if they want to take a peek at him. Britt, he sees him. He falls into double cover. Great catch at the 50. First down, Manuel down to the central 46. And Jay Bird lets you know. (laughs) Dave, they're going to exploit that single coverage. Central brought a a safety over the top, and then Jalen Carter went over the top of the safety to catch that ball. He's got some serious hops, and he made them pay that time. Again, another well-thrown ball by Britt. Yeah, on the money. When you you get that coverage, you've got to take it. You've got to take a shot deep. Central cannot continue to play this game with single coverage on Jalen Carter. Manuel will exploit it all night long. So it's first down Manuel at the Central 45. Cosby back in on offense here. Two receivers. Actually, they'll send Floyd to the right. You've got Britt. Switch wide right along with Sneed and Cosby back at quarterback. Sneed in motion right. Fakes the handoff. Cosby has it. Got the corner. And then we get a quick whistle. Yeah, I'm not sure if they real that if they decided that the quarter ended before the play should have started, Dave, and blew the whistle, but it'd be maybe a non-play here to see what the yeah, officials say. Not sure why the whistle came out as early as it did. He was not on the ground yet. Maybe they just believe there was going to be a tackle. Well, they haven't moved the down marker, so maybe it's a, a non-play. Well, no, they, they didn't okay, move they the did. down right. marker. It's going to be second down and about six, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter. Manual up 14 to nothing on the Central Yellow Jackets. And that pesky rain is back. So as, as well, our we, weather, our weatherman said before the game that there was a 
a cloud that was stationary, and he was he was dead on, Buzz. And Dave, it's I'm getting, just sprinkling, but it's letting it know, letting us know it's there. With, with all this moisture in the air, I can feel my hair starting to frizz up. <laughs> it's, it's just going to be going to probably be a problem the rest of the night. But that's okay. So Manuel off, off to off a good to a start. Good start. first quarter under uh, Coach Scott Carmony, which uh, if we haven't mentioned it, this is his first game as the Manuel head coach. He's had previous stops at Butler, Jefferson Town, and Butler as a head coach here in the city, and now he's over at Manuel. But it's not his first stop at Manuel. No. He was he, an assistant in the late 90s with Jerry Mays. I believe he was the offensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, at that time, Dave. As it's not the first stop here for Coach Steve Baco. Either. He's been around. <laughs> He's been back and forth a couple of times like Haley's Comet. <laughs> we'll start the second quarter. Second and six. Ball at the Central 41. Eye formation. Again, long snap count. Handoff. Goes to Floyd. Left side. About three yards. Pretty good surge by the offensive line that time, Dave. Manuel got what they could get out of that, and it's going to be a third down. and Third and five, we'll call it. I would say the Crimsons are in first, I mean, four down four territory. Down territory. Yeah. Mickey Davis, number 73, in on the offensive line. Now, is Manuel rotating players? And I think you got to do that in this heat, especially if you got them playing on both sides. They stay with the I-4. Well, actually, Para this time. So they have Keenan Blue in there, along with Teague, Robbins. And the handoff goes to Robbins on the delay. Hit at the line of scrimmage, breaks one tackle. The ball stripped away, and we got a jacket headed the other way across the manual 40. It just robbed Manuel of the football. Kendrick Talley. Yeah, I just, think they just, just, pick. just ripped it right out of Robin's hands, and then Will Britt tried to return the favor, just couldn't quite do it. But he, he did hold him up long enough to make the tackle. But that's the first big break for the Jackets, first turnover of this football game. Central in manual territory now on the 36-yard line, first and 10. So early here in the second quarter, the fortunes may change. That's up to the up to the manual defense. Did get it back. So 11-01, second quarter in Central with essentially their first big break of the game. That's first time really they've Had gotten the ball in good going. field position. They say with Simpson at quarterback, four receiver set, two to each side. Robbins to his right. Manuel with only three down linemen. Draw, Robbins up the middle. He gets the corner, flags are down. He shoved out at about the 15, but I think this one's going to go back in reverse. Yeah, Manuel just, I think there's going to be some holding on the line. It looked like Manuel had everything stuffed in the middle with those three down linemen, but they dropped back into their pass zones, and when the draw came, they were back a little bit too deep. So we're, it's good. it looks like it's going to come back. I see Coach Carmody pointing back that good. way. There was a flag on the play. And yes, it is. So it's going to make it first and we'll call it first and uh, from the spot of the foul. We'll call it first and 19 back to the manual 44. And, Dave, that's just a penalty you can't have if you're the Jackets and you're already down by two touchdowns and you've just gotten a break. You need to you need to be out crisp on offense and move the ball, but it's a break for the Crimsons. Two receivers, both sides. 
Robbins next to Simpson. Manuel threatening a blitz. And they have the bubble screen set up, and it's bubbled up. That was, that was Floyd. Marcus Floyd making his presence known on both sides of the ball. Got the first touchdown tonight. Nacho Jones on the blitz, Dave. It wasn't just a threat of a blitz. It was an all-out <laughs> blitz, and he forced a hurried throw, which led right into the play by Floyd on the outside there. So it's going to bring up second down and 17 for the Yellow Jackets. Send one receiver to the right. Motley in a cornerback now out here on an island. In man coverage. Central in the shotgun, but they're taking their sweet time getting the snap. Manuel coming on the blitz again. Here they come. They're they're off sides on that play. Let's see. The... The, uh, the, I might be in delay of game. The the middle the middle blitzers his foot went past the football it slid on the turf. I, I so think it could be offsetting penalties. We'll see or maybe not. I, I'd see two flags down. You probably are correct, well, there, Buzz. The one on the side I think Manuel came off sides, but as was pointed out, there's a flag in the backfield which could have been some movement. And they'll say that the movement caused the offsides. All right. So again. But already, uh, watching a couple feet slip on this turf, Dave, a little bit of rain, just enough to coat the the top of the ground, could make it pretty slippery out there. And it cools the players down. Yep. I'll I'll tell you what, we we talked about manual playing players both ways and how that would hurt or help them as time goes along, but it's almost like they're playing – even though they're on both sides of the ball, they're getting enough rest in between because they're rotating. So maybe it's a better way to do it. Tight formation, but Central still in the shotgun. Simpson stands at the Central 45. Play action pass. He's under heat. He's going to be brought down by Nacho Jones for a huge loss. Yeah, nobody's touched Nacho Jones on on the two blitzes, and he's just coming hard. He's lining up as the – he's an outside linebacker, but he's almost lining up as the stand-up defensive end with just rush – Priority. That's all he's doing. He, and he's he, just fast. Yeah, he, and he's he's giving it away. He's coming up there saying, I'm coming. What are you going to do to stop me? So far, the answer is nothing. Well, it's third and about a long 39 way. yards. So what was a promising start to this after a turnover by Manuel, the defense has done exactly what we said they needed to do. They have risen to the education. And <laughs> occasion, not education. I like it better yeah. the, first, the first time, Buzz. It's our first game of the year, guys. Yeah. Give us, cut us a little uh, bit of break. It'll be that way all year, folks. <laughs> I, I can't lie. So it's third and 39, 8.50 to go first half. Here comes Jones again. He comes through unblocked, and he's going to be brought down again by Sissel. And guess who? Yep, Sissel and Jones. Just Nacho Jones. I'll tell you what. We saw it last year, Dave, with, with Kenneth Nacho Jones. He'll never give up on a play. He he was run past the play. His blitz forced the quarterback to step up. Will Sissel got a hold of him, and Nacho was right back in there to clean up on the tackle. So it's now fourth and 44. And, and, and Central, here we go. Here we go. Central will be fortunate. To, to get the punt back to where the original line of scrimmage was to start this drive. And we're under a heavy shower now. And you've got Cosby and Carter back at the manual 30. And now you've got you've got a freshly wet ball, but the punter gets it. There's a penalty. Flag down, high, booming kick, fair catch called for at the 35. 
And, and Dave, with that punt, Emmanuel takes over two yards past where Central started this drive. <laughs> so, and the funny thing about this storm is, Buzz, we could probably take ten steps to the right and get away from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be against Central. They're going to make them kick it again. Question is, can he get off another punt like that? That was really a good punt. About a 41-yard punt since it was 4th and 39. Actually, we'll call it a 31-yard punt. Have to check my math occasionally. So 7.45 left here in the first half. Manual 14, Central nothing. And the total yards for Central have got to be in the red. Uh, yeah, now. yeah. This this drive really hurt their total yards. Um, their show, their punter showing a big leg. The problem is, is can they cover it? Even though Carter did uh, make the fair catch there, he actually had room. He had a little bit of room to run with that one. So we'll do it again. Now let's see here again. Wet ball. Pretty good snap. snap no that pressure. Time. Another nice kick. This one. Much shorter, fielded at the 44. Carter slips one tackler. Second and third will bring him to the turf, and Manuel has good field position yep. to start from. So, And the penalty cost Central about eight yards on that play as Manuel gets much better field position. So, um, man- so there's, a, there's a discussion out on the field now. We'll see. There's a flag back at the central 30. There is, an, there is another play, and they're gonna. It looks like they're gonna make them kick it again. And yep, see the manual sideline pointing. Yeah, push them back. Well, and then the question is two things: with a wet ball, how's he going to handle the the uh, snap continuing as the rain has just about subsided? Um, but also, how are Manuel's receivers going to handle that wet ball? Now Manuel looks like they'll just say, well, that's okay. We'll take it yeah, at the 40. Pretty good field position. The 43-yard yard line. Well, now they're walking it back. Now they're walking it back. Well, maybe, maybe it's personal a personal foul. Okay. So it's dead okay, ball. Okay, so this is going to be after the play. Okay, so Manuel starts at the central 42. So Manuel is not going to make central kick it again. So the Crimson's with excellent field position. Will Britt's with the whole eight quarterback. Manuel in the eye. It's Floyd. Riley in the backfield. And then we get a whistle from the referee. Who I think he's got to go pick up his flag. Okay. Now we're ready. First game of the year. We're going to a little bit of a break. He's, he was laughing as he came back to the sidelines. So Britt goes under center. Th- Central threatening a blitz. Here it comes. Run blitz. Handoff to Floyd. And not much not much doing there. When they come with run blitz, they've been very successful. Yeah, it's we're running into the strength of their defense there, but you've got to, you've got to make them honor the middle and keep putting that force up the middle, and that opens up the wide stuff in the passing game. Again, Central selling out to stop those runs up the middle. But certainly that's how Jalen Carter's been able to get open uh, in and, the backfield. And a, and a couple of times he's been wide, wide open. Yeah, yeah. I believe I could, well, no, no. maybe not. 
I know I could do it on John on Madden football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could I could get it out there to him. Wouldn't have quite the spin on it as Will Britt puts on it. We know that. So we've got Ballard to the left, Carter in the slot left. Second and nine. Play action pass. Britt's under heavy pressure and throws one away. That's and we're going to get intentional a, grounding. intentional grounding. And then a hit after the play by number eight on Britt. Hey, the ref didn't see it. Let's yeah, he, see if he's going to flag it. He, he ran over there. We'll see. Definitely was intentional grounding. Oh, yes. There has to be There's a receiver no in the that. area in high school football. Intentional grounding. Uh-oh. And then we do get the penalty. No, we didn't get the extra penalty. I, I saw him hold his hand up almost like a dead ball foul, but no penalty there. It, it's it's hot and sticky, Dave. If the official had looked up, he yeah. would have caught it. But So that's a big, big loss for the Crimson. Yeah, there's, there's a loss of down on the play as well. So that's one where once in a while you have to eat the ball and take that sack. Doesn't happen often, but you do. Well, it, it, Central has blitzed on the first two downs of this drive. Maybe it's time for a screen. Or a draw. Or a draw. Third and 25 for the Crimsons. Britt, here comes the draw right up the middle. It goes to Floyd. And he'll pick up about six. Good hard run there by Floyd. And we're going to get to see Manuel's punting unit for the first time tonight. One would think. He gained about four or five on that play, but... Certainly, and it looks like Will Sissel going to be back for another year as Manuel's punter. He had some good games last year and, and some decent games last year. Certainly, I, th- I saw a lot of improvement as the season went along. We'll see what he's got this year. But so, as always, it, to me, it starts with the long snap. Now it's very humid. Central will two return men back at their own 10. Less than six minutes to go in the half. Sissel calls for the ball. Low snap. He gets away a line, a knuckleball. Lands at the central 25 and rolls out of bounds. So still puts the ball back in the got central's 23-24 yard line. Not, not a picturesque punt by any stretch of the imagination, but it, Manuel has an opportunity if they can hold central down here to maybe with 530 left, they should be able to get the ball back. Or maybe it's time for the Crimsons to produce a turnover. Yeah, that that would be nice, and that's something that, again, this... What we haven't seen tonight so far with Central is the vertical passing game. Yeah. It's Robbins again out of the shotgun handoff. Yep. yep. Whistleblown pretty quickly, so we'll see... It might have been a neutral zone infraction by the Crimsons. It looks like Central was clapping a little bit. Offsides manually must have lined up all sides. So it's going to be first and five for the Yellow Jackets. Some announcements coming from the press box. And a good crowd on hand tonight. Yep. I can't blame a lot of the fans for standing at the fence. Good way good way to open the season. Again, thanks to WBKI for coming out and televising a high school Man football. Man in motion game. right. And then the handoff goes straight ahead. 
the number 21, and that's going to be Cherry on Jones. And I did take a big gamble by trying to pronounce that name, but I think I got it. It's going to be close to a first down. It's going to be second down and very short. And that time, Nacho Jones on his blitz route got kind of – We call that the bypass? Yeah, I, I think that's what he did. He, he, he was in the right area, but not quite in the right spot. Nine yards is now second down and one. Ball is at the 33-yard line of the Second down, very short. Is this a throwaway down? We'll find out. Pistol formation, two receivers right. And then the handoff goes straight ahead. Robbins, he's got a first down. He may be gone. Bryce Cosby maybe has a shot at him. He's at the manual 40, 35, knocked out of bounds at the manual 20. I'll tell you what, Dave, Bryce Cosby saved the touchdown there, but he did a great job. What he did was he didn't panic, didn't tighten up. He just kept his stride, kept his angle, and used the sideline to help him as the running back finally had nowhere to go but either into Cosby's hands or out of bounds. And it's still on short yardage there. That's one of the things. When you bunch up to try to stop the run short, if you break that first plane, you're going to get a pretty big gain, and that's what Central did. And the Jackets are in business. They mark it at the 21 of Manuel. 439 to go, and then a flag down before we can get the snap. And Dave, I think seeing Central start to move the ball is also uh, a testament to getting out the first game jitters maybe that they had a little bit. I believe we know right. this is a strong program, and they're starting to feel and, it a little and bit. And then we have an, it, Manuel has 12 men on the field, and that's going to back the Crimsons up. A little bit more. First, first game mistakes, but certainly mistakes that you that you want to iron out as quickly as possible. Well, we're already in Francisco Garcia. Sebastian no, no, no. Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Territory. Jacket stay with the spread formation. Johnson to the left of Simpson. Takes the handoff. And then it's going to be Riley. You got all the penetration and, and not brings him down for a huge loss. Just did a nice job reading that from his linebacker position, Dave. And, and Central went to the well maybe once too often. Running a read option, but in the case of Central's read option, they're handing it off on almost every play where Manuel, when they run Cosby in the read option, it's like, it's my ball, I'm taking it. Right, right. And so in order to be effective with that, you've got to have balance, and that goes either way for both teams. Manuel hasn't run it as much to where when Cosby does do it, it, it certainly has been effective. Second and seven at the four-minute mark of the second quarter. We have James Sinsman, a quarterback in the pistol. Handoff straight ahead. And I'm not sure, Buzz, if that dive play is set up to run the – if they come back to that the next time, they might run the old, court, the old option. Yeah, because they you, could. You had Johnson trailing. Maybe just a test to see if Manuel was going to bite on the dive, and they did. Yeah, they, they certainly stuffed a number of players were there to stuff that play at the line of scrimmage, including Sean Cleasant. 324 left to go here before halftime. Manuel up 14 to nothing. This is OldGoatRadio.com's coverage of Manuel High School football. 312 and counting. They get it to Johnson in the flat. Dodges one tackler, then he's brought down short of the first. Again, Manuel brought the blitz that time, and, and Central just threw the, threw the little swing pass into the area where the blitz came from. Got a little positive yardage, but it's going to be fourth and about four, I'd say. 
under three minutes to go. Not even a question. They line up, get on the ball. They're going to go here. Well, the scoreboard says fourth and two, but that's the longest two yards I've ever seen in my life. Two. I'll call it three. Manual jumps, and they're going to give them the first down. They bought on the on the snap count. Number of headsets went crashing to the turf here on this side of the field. Three words. Watch the football. That's uh, pretty much standard procedure, procedure for a defensive player. And that keeps Central alive with 2.37 to go in the half. And you're anxious, you want to make a play for your team, but that not that keeps the drive alive. That's certainly a first down. Now it's a first and goal situation. 2.30 and counting. They stay with the spread. Handoff again, number 21. He's close to the goal line. Is he in? I think he's down to the one. Boy, I'll tell you what, Goes Dave. Cherry on Jones. And for Manuel, Keon Ferris made that tackle, and he had a blocker right in his face, and he wrapped up the blocker and the ball carrier and made the tackle. Second and goal from the two. And exactly two minutes to go in the half. And they stay in that shotgun formation, even in a goal line. Yeah, I, I think I'd be looking under center for this. And off straight ahead. Is he in? I think he was stopped short. Boy, a solid like hit penetration on the right side. And it's going to be third and goal. Number 23, Ian, Ian Long with that tackle. Pretty good shot he put on Jones yeah, at the goal line. Third and goal. And this is where you want to hit them square and drive them backwards. You can't hit them to the side and let them just shake, shake sideways and go into the end zone. So, <clears throat> one twenty left to go here before halftime. Central right, not only knocking on the door, they've got it ajar. Pistol formation, two receivers to the right, and then we and get a whistle. Get a timeout. And I think we're going to timeout Central. One ten so. to go in the half. Manual fourteen. Central nothing. But Central knocking on the door. And they, they certainly are going to make sure that they've got the right call in place. Dave, you, you have questioned, and I agree with you, with Central being in the pistol formation this close to the goal line. It's, it's the offense that they run, so I guess that's what they're going to do. It's what they're comfortable with. One thing it does is it gives your running back a, a good head start running with the football to hit the line of scrimmage. But the thing against it is he's taking it deeper in the backfield and it allows Manuel to penetrate, and that creates problems. So for the first two plays here on the goal line, Manuel's defensive line has won that battle. And, it, you know, you, of course, you get low and you wait for your linebackers to yeah. come in and close the gap. And this is where it's so important to have guys like Sean Pleasant because he clogs up the middle with and takes two or three blockers. And like you said, Dave, he allows the linebackers a little bit of freedom to roam and, and make tackles. And you've got to have a quick, hard-hitting linebacker to fill that gap who can take a hit and deliver the blow and drive the tackler back. So Central back on the field. Third and goal. We'll call it the one-yard line. Now they line up in an eye formation. Okay. One receiver, two receivers, one left, one right. Ball is on the ground, the a fumble. Let's see who recovered it. I think the Crimson's recovered as Andre Teague came up with the football. I don't know if he came no, up with the ball was, or made the tackle. He was tackled. I think okay. the, quarter, the quarterback came up with All it right. and Teague put him down. Okay. The way he was brought down, <laughs> I thought maybe he came up with the ball. Okay, just a tackle. So it's fourth down, a minute to go. And maybe that's why they, they weren't going under center, Dave. They just, just haven't worked with it enough. 
We had seen that years ago against a good Shelby yep. County team with Alex Matthews, a quarterback. They yeah. could throw the ball over the field. In a running situation, they were not used to going to play in con- conventional football. But it's fourth and goal, the clock running. Well, even in the local area last year, Lamar Jackson at the University of Louisville didn't take any snaps under center because he wasn't used to it. He'd always worked out of the gun. So Simpson works out of the pistol again. One receiver left, two right. Play action pass on the reverse. Can they stop it? There's a clip, no call, and he's in for the end zone for a touchdown. Number eight. (laughs) And the Jackets are on the board with 34.2 seconds to go in the half. Just a nice play with the with the reverse and a good block in the backfield. Looked like it might have been a block in, not only in the backfield but in the back. But again, between the tackles, it's kind of all's fair. <laughs> Buzz, now you can call his name Sebastian. Sure. Yeah, Sebastian is one of them. Francisco's the Francisco. other. Francisco. <laughs> Thirty-four seconds left in the half. Simpson will hold, kick, splits the uprights. Yep, Sebastian Francisco, number one, senior kicker for Central, makes the score 14 to 7. Manuel still on top. There's 34.2 seconds left here before halftime. A tail of two quarters. It certainly was. Manuel dominated the first quarter. Central pretty much dominated the second quarter after that turnover, and things kind of have gotten away from the Crimsons a little bit here. And it may have to do with the humidity and the. <laughs> They've been on the field for a while. Some of these kids have. So we'll we'll see now where the conditioning factor comes into play. We'll see how Central kicks it. Do they kick it deep to me? Of course, with the kicker, with uh, Sebastian <laughs> kicking, he can certainly put it in the end zone. He's already done it once tonight. I say just let it rip and put the ball on the twenty-yard line and. Make Manuel do something. Don't get cute and try squib or something like that. That that's as as a coach, that's one time I'd be a little conservative. But if I've got a kicker who can consistently put it in the end zone and create a touchback, that's where I'm going. Floyd and Carter are deep for Manuel, and I would keep the ball away from those guys. Number one, Sebastian Francisco. So Francisco's got it teed up, and we'll see what he's what he's going to do here. He's going to kick it, but that's not going into the end zone. Fielded by Carter at the five, cuts it left, slips one tackler, jukes. He's still on the sideline down the left side, gets the ball out to the manual forty. So they have great field position with 25 seconds to work with, and I believe they have two timeouts remaining. I think you're right, Dave. And just an electrifying move as he was making his cut up to the, toward the sidelines, just froze a central defender in his tracks and went right by him without getting touched. He slipped the first tackle, but that was a sweet move here. And uh, some would say there might have been some laundry left on the field after that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but some might. And we First call those male essentials. <laughs> That's right. 25.4 <laughs> seconds left to go here before halftime. Manual with the ball. Single Rear back under set. center. And then Floyd comes in late, and Manuel's going to have to take a timeout. 
Coach Coach Carmody extremely upset on that play, and Manuel has to call and a timeout. Sometimes when you're working with a short number of players, there's a little confusion yep. where you go. Yeah, having having your personnel out there, and, you, you, and again, this would be something that you work on day in and day out, and hopefully as the season goes along, you iron out. You iron out, <laughs> iron out these uh, kinks a little bit. I just heard the uh, WLOU has the has the game on the radio tonight oh, as excellent, well. So, excellent, excellent. Yeah. So we've got co the old goats got competition. Oh well, that's a good thing. I'd love to see the interest in high school football. Yeah, absolutely. We, it's uh, you just love it. Uh, the kids deserve it. It's it's great for the fans, especially if you can come back and listen to it or watch it later on. Fans, uh, if you like what we're doing, drop us a note at oldgoatradio at twc.com. Just drop us a note. You can follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Old Goat Radio. So we get back to action. It's first and ten. Manuel with the ball on their own 40 with 25 seconds to go. And Central in a deep double safety <laughs> defense. Yeah, not not the old prevent defense, but certainly uh, they're not going to beat us deep defense. Eye formation, and the draw comes to Robbins, and then he's belted in the backfield for about a three-yard loss. So yeah, the worm just, has turned here. Yeah, just nothing there that time. Central got a good surge. What they did, Dave, they were dropping dropping five back and brought six. They, there was going to be no middle ground. If Manuel was going to complete a pass, they were going to throw it over the middle. But it was going to have to be in a hurry. And on their way to the quarterback, they found the guy who actually had the ball and tackled him. And that's the end of the first half. Manuel ahead 14-7 over the homestanding Central Yellow Jackets. So we... I've got some announcements here, Dave. I, I, we'll, okay. We'll probably go ahead and keep it on for halftime. Okay. What we can do here, but we can certainly sit down and discuss a few things. You know, before I come up with my other announcements, I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, get your tickets early, fans, to come out and honor the 1966 Manual State Championship team. Uh, they will be honored be honored next Friday night at Manuel High School when the Fern Creek Tigers come to play. But as we talk about different things, here are the athletic events going on beginning tomorrow for Manuel High School. Tomorrow, Saturday, August 20th, field hockey, the Apple Tournament, will be taking place at Sacred Heart. And as far as field hockey goes, this Apple Tournament is the probably, other than the state tournament, the big tournament in in Louisville and maybe in the state of Kentucky. Uh, then you also have boys and girls golf. The boys will be playing the Butler Invitational at Lindsay Golf Course, while the girls golf will be playing in the Joy of Golf Invitational at Wild Turkey Trace, which sounds like a golf course I wouldn't mind playing. Not that I play golf, but, you know, if I had to play it. Boys and girls soccer at the Mustang Classic at North Oldham. The boys varsity soccer team will play Ballard at 4 p.m. The girls varsity team will be playing Scott County at 6 p.m. And again, both of those games will be at North Oldham High School in the Mustang Classic. Monday, August 22nd, field hockey. The Apple Tournament will still be going on at Sacred Heart. JV football at Fern Creek at 5.30 p.m. The boys golf team back on the links versus Oldham County at Eagle Creek. And girls golf will be against Christian Academy at Crescent Hill Golf Course. And I did play a lot of golf back in the day, back in my high school days at Manual at Crescent Hill. Um, girls soccer 
at Bullet East. The JV game will be at 5.30 and the varsity at 7 p.m. Cross Country takes to the, uh, I started to say the track, that's not true, but the, the roads or the field or whatever they're going to be running on for Cross Country at the Fern Creek Relays. That'll be at Charlie Vetner Park out in JTAM. Field hockey, the Apple Tournament, still going on at Sacred Heart on Tuesday, August 23rd. The golf teams, boy, they're getting in a lot of early matches as the boys' golf will be taking on Bullet East at Heritage Hill. That's JV and Varsity and Girls Golf versus Male at Shawnee Golf Course. Volleyball versus Oldham County will be at Butch Charmoli Gymnasium. Certainly you want to take in the volleyball. Coach Tim O'Connell and his Crimson Volleyball team will be playing uh, freshmen at 6 p.m., JV at 7 p.m., Varsity begins at 8 p.m. That'll bring us to Wednesday, August 24th. Field hockey. Boy, that Apple tournament goes on a long time. At Sacred Heart. And boys golf. Wow. They're... Uh, Greens fees must be mounting up. Boys golf versus collegiate at Cherokee. Another one of my home courses back in the day. And uh, Thursday, field hockey. The Apple Tournament. There's a surprise. Uh, that'll be at Sacred Heart. Girls golf versus South Oldham at Long Run. Boys soccer, JV at Collins at 6 and varsity at 7.30. And freshman boys soccer at Butler at 5.30. Girls soccer at West Jessamine, JV at 5.30, varsity at 7. And volleyball will be at presentation, freshman at 5, JV at 6, varsity at 7. Friday, August 26th, that's this coming Friday, cross country. The Moeller Primetime Invitational will be up at Moeller in Cincinnati, Ohio. Field hockey, the Apple Tournament, oh will be going on at Sacred Heart. And, of course, we've already mentioned the Fern Creek Tigers will come into the home opener at DuPont Manual Stadium for a 7.30 clash with the varsity. And wrapping up next week, Saturday, cross country, the Moeller Primetime Invitational uh, will take place in Cincinnati. And the Tiger Run at Champions Park for JVs will be here. And then girls golf will be at Bullet East in the Bluegrass Invitational. That'll be at Heritage Hill. So that gets you caught up in all the action going on uh, with the sports teams at Manuel High School, Dave. Uh, yeah, the seasons have changed. We're back into school now, and full, all sports are in full swing. We, we certainly, we certainly uh, mention all of these. And, again, I'm going to throw in another plug for the volleyball team. I just... Uh, just was impressed by, uh, and, and I got to say, I was impressed by the parenting that was exhibited from the three young ladies that were there. And by that, I mean it shows that their parents have have raised them in what I would call the right way. And yes, I've got a subjective opinion on that, but they were certainly courteous. They were pleasant. They were well spoken, articulate, interesting, um, and as we hope to find out soon, hopefully, good volleyball players as well. We certainly wish them the best of luck. So we've got uh, all of those sports coming up. Don't forget here at halftime, it's Manual 14 Central 7. This is OldGoatRadio.com's coverage of Manual High School football from the home of the Central Yellow Jackets, Central High School Stadium in downtown Louisville. Well, Manual jumped out to a, to a big lead, 14-0 mm -hmm. at the end of the first. Kind of sputtered in the second half, and uh, Central put together a nice run. And then on a fourth and goal, late in the half, uh, ran a little reverse play. Put them on the board. We had, Manuel had touchdowns from uh, Alden, Ro Alden Robbins, or is that Aiden Robbins, I'm going to say. Aiden Robbins. 
Hayden or Alden. I'll have to get. Okay. Uh, uh, it's Hayden Robinson for Manuel, I think. Well, I, it I, it looks like A L D, so I'm going to say hey, Alden. Okay. Alden Robbins. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm sure Mr. Pasqua will straighten me out. I'll I'll double check and ask him. So Alden Robbins uh, ripped off a nice long run, and uh, Manuel got a touchdown. Then let me see if I've, I've Actually, I think it was Floyd. I think it was Floyd that had the long Floyd run. Floyd had the long run. It Marcus was, Floyd, and we had uh, Robbins uh, sneak out of the backfield. Robbins caught the touchdown. That's right. On the pass, he ran. He t- had a long run after he caught the pass. How's that? <laughs> so Alden Robbins. So two running backs have scored for Manuel, but. Certainly a lot of other people such as Jalen Carter and Bryce Cosby have figured into this, uh, into what Manuel's done tonight. And then, like you said, Dave, Central scored on what virtually was the last play of the first half. Manuel was able to run one after the kickoff return and and got really nothing out of it. And uh, so an interesting game. Certainly... we, we never expect it to be a blowout, and I don't think we're going to see one tonight either. And I believe last year at this time, Manuel may have been trailing it to half 10 nothing. You are correct. Manuel was down 10 to nothing and had sputtered but turned things around. So certainly in, in this game that's become a rivalry, uh, really both teams want to start. Manuel's won the last three, but they've all been competitive, as I recall. And for the last 10 seasons, as far as I can recall, with the exception of the game here two years ago, They've all been uh, uh, very exciting football games to call. You're right. They, it, it, sometimes it comes on turnovers. Sometimes it comes on big plays. Sometimes you just grind it out and win it at the end. But they usually come down right to the, to the end of the game. Hey, for Central, I mean, how many seasons of frustrations? Oh, yeah. Manuel ended yeah. with the punting game with the difference in the football. It, it, get it's, a game. it's made a difference. And, and in other years, things like conditioning were, were Manuel's depth. As we saw central players go to the sidelines with cramps and, and other things like that. One thing about cramps, it's an injury. It takes a player off the field, but it's usually something he can recover from and come back. So if you got to have an injury, to me, a cramp is the, is the one injury I say, okay, I, I, don't, I don't mind somebody having that type of injury. Well, we've got one crimson back on the field here early, and that would be Nick Top, the place kicker. Place kickers kind of have their own little world. It's yeah, I mean, what do you tell your kicker yeah. at halftime anyway? Yeah, go out and uh, kick. kick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, in today's world, they've got the net to kick it into, and and a little tee that holds it up for them. And you know, I, I'm surprised he doesn't have like a caddy to come out and set the ball. That just kidding, folks. Yeah. Kickers are a big part of the game. <laughs> It's one of the more lonely positions on the football field. It certainly field. is. It's, uh, it, you know, if if it comes down to a game-winning kick, he gets celebrated. But then it's also, well, the team got you in the position to win the game. If he misses the kick at the end, it's, well, the team got you in the position to win the game. You lost it. So, yeah, it is. It's not only a lonely position. It could certainly be a stressful, nerve-wracking position. And by the way, Dave, uh, uh, Manuel's got a new head trainer this year, a familiar face to Crimson fans. Uh, Taylor Zuber back on the sidelines for the Crimsons as the head trainer. Hopefully we'll be able to get her to come into Old Goat Radio and talk to the old goats. I like to see the alumni come back and and um, contribute back to their alma mater. I was talking to uh, Manuel alumni director Mike McDaniel uh, a few times recently, and one of the things that uh, we have talked about is getting the younger 
alumni interested in what's going on at Manual. And Taylor's one of the people that can do that. Quite frankly, that was why I tried to get guests into the goat pen like Mikhail Guest and Deja McClendon who had a following and are still noteworthy. I've got a, a devious plan, and I'm not going to say anything more about it than it's a devious plan, but if it works, I'm going to bring in a guest that will knock everybody's socks off. If it doesn't work, nobody will know. Oh, I'm all for that. <laughs> uh, but, again, nobody's going to know until it works. 14 to 7 here. We've got about six minutes left before we start the third quarter. And Manuel will be kicking off to Central to start the third quarter since Manuel received the opening kickoff. Unless somebody did something like threw away their first uh, choice on picking, defending a goal. Oh, and I have seen that happen before where a team had to kick off at the beginning of both halves. I, I have seen that as well. You know, there's been some talking, at least on the on the Little League level, about uh, eliminating the kickoff after the first kickoff of the game yeah. and of the half. And I just wonder if it's something that uh, you'll ever see at the high school level where people will take the ball at the 30 or 35-yard line and start a drive. Well, if you talk about that's the one kickoffs and punts are where you're going to see the majority of your high-velocity high collisions. And injuries. And injuries because you've got somebody running full speed down the field and somebody trying to run full speed up the field. And, the, and, the, and of course, the blind sides that are opened up for blocks. Yeah. yeah it, we've it, actually, on a couple of occasions, we've seen guys land on their heads after being blocked on a, on a punt and kickoff return. Well, it, it invites the opportunity to you to roll back and blindside a, a kick coverage guy. And don't get me wrong, as a former linebacker who blocked on kicks and all that and covered kicks, I would have certainly taken the opportunity to do that. I would kind of say hello to somebody from the other team. I've been on record as stating that I chased a friend of mine all the way across the field against St. X because he bit on a reverse, and I, I didn't wait for him to turn around. I just kept running. Not a dirty play, a clean play. You know, sometimes you just got to say hello, and that's the way to do it. But, yeah, certainly safety is is paramount in everybody's mind. I haven't gotten a chance to see it all the way through yet, but certainly the movie that was out with Will Smith, Concussion. Yeah, I have not seen that either. It really raises awareness what's done, the lawsuits that are out there. NFL players who are now retiring early because they're concerned about their health. Tragic cases like Junior Seau. Something must be done to protect our players. And it has to start, Dave, at the level that you coach at, the peewee, the junior league level. Certainly it needs to be done in high school. This is a great game. It's, it is, in my opinion, the greatest game out there because of what it entails to win a football game. But you certainly want to pre protect the players and keep it to be this great game. And in my mind, it's the greatest game of all. And it's uh, it, it's, it's it's just it's American football. And uh, at least from, I'm, I'm biased. To me, it's the greatest game I've ever witnessed. Yeah, and uh, it, it it involves 11 players on the field at one time that all have to be in sync and in unison for your team to achieve success. 
Um, yes, you get knocked down, just like you do in other parts of life, but it's how you get back up and handle getting knocked down that counts the most. So all of that makes this a great game, but at some point in time, if injuries, you know, Dave, when I played, there was an article in the paper about that 66 state championship team about Manuel not being large in size but quick off the ball. And literally, we had two players who tipped the scales at over 200 pounds. Manuel has had at least two players tonight who have gone on the field at over 300 pounds and have many, many, many players who are over 200 pounds. And so, so now you take that they're running 40 times that are the equivalent or faster than what we ran. It doesn't take much in the way of physics to realize that those collisions are going to be a lot, a lot harder and carry and be a lot more devastating in today's world than they were with Matt. And I know what it felt like to run into a player like Arthur Knight or Wilbur Hackett. And, and I just can imagine what it would be like to run into somebody else today. Game of physics. And also yeah. a game of body, mind, and spirit it yes. takes to be a success on the football field. And uh, you, you can't say enough about heart, even the, the size of the players. Of course that matters, but you got to have courage. You can't be weak-willed and be successful on the football field. I, I see strolling down the sidelines one of our old favorites who's back on the sidelines for Manuel, Mick Motley, who is uh, back oh, on yes. the coaching staff. Certainly always willing to reach a hand out to the goats. We appreciate that. Less has witnessed a lot of manual football over the years. He has. Of course, he has been a head coach at Manual. He was the top assistant to coach Steve Hag when Manual went 13 and one in 1988. And I'm going to give that team a plug, Dave. Earlier this summer, I ran into. Justin Smith, a fine defensive tackle on that team. And uh, that team, to me, won what I call the the biggest game in manual history, and other people will downplay that. But that first game against Mayo in 1988, both teams entered that game undefeated. And it was the last game of the season, and something like a district championship i believe was on it the line. was on the line and mail had been highly ranked all season long either number one or number two of course trinity was right there with them right eventual state champ manual was a surprise that season uh we came from out of nowhere basically we expected a good winning season uh but i think the second game against st x the big win in the heat really launched that team in, in, into success mode from that point on i mean I think they could have beaten anybody. Well, they pretty much beat pretty much everybody. Did. They did. And uh, the mail game going into that, uh, I remember all the attention the media gave that game. And, and it was pretty much talk around town that, you know, Manuel's cute. They've, they've yeah. had a great year. What a nice story. But mail will, will bop them up. Uh, uh, what was the final score? It was 28 game, to nothing. <laughs> uh, Manuel had just beaten St. X in year 7 nothing, And mail had beaten them 34 to 3. Yeah. So I think mail read a lot into comparative scores. And uh, to be honest with you, Buzz, it was 28 to nothing, but Manuel, and I have the game film, and I've watched it a few times. Whenever I want to be cheered up, I'll put that in the old VCR, and people have to Google what VCR is. But Manuel had the ball inside the five on four other occasions in that game and did not score. It was another, uh, what a great dominating performance against a very good opponent. Well, and, and they proved it. They came back and played a couple weeks later 
And I think that one went into overtime. He went to overtime. Emmanuel won 21 to 14. And I, I guarantee you, the second game, Emmanuel had males full attention. That, that's right. And that was, uh, it's just, it, it just, I'm getting goosebumps talking about teams like the 66 team, the 88 team. Fans, players, parents, maybe this is the year. But it's time we put that talk aside and start talking about, and we do, we talk about the current teams, but Manuel needs to get back to a state championship game. They need to win a state championship game. Uh, yes, it's a traditional powerhouse, but when you go back 50 years for your last state championship in football and then to the 1988 team, uh, so that's what, 38, uh, 28 years, I'm sorry, 28 years ago, um, the time has come. Time is now. And maybe Coach Carmody will be the next step in building that block. Mania was taking strides toward getting there. And, and that's not detracting anything from the teams no. from uh, from those uh, years since. Mania's no. had some fantastic teams and some great wins. Yep. But they need the wins in November. Yep. yep. It's, it's, the success it's lacking has been the November games. And, and so, you know, whoever the roadblock is down the road, whether it's a St. X or a or a Trinity, or a male, or, or whomever, uh, McCracken County a couple years ago. Uh, whoever that roadblock is, Manuel has to figure out a way to bust through the roadblock. Uh, instead of being like an Olympic hurdler and leaping the hurdle, just blast through it and, and just leave it wasted. Yeah, and Manuel has proven in recent history that they can put together consecutive wins over over Mail High. Yes, they, they and have convincing wins. And so, and this is another season that has hopes high for the Crimson's, and hopefully, come December, we'll be in Bowling Green or wherever. And uh, I'm all for it. Yep. Let's 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 make it happen. We're just about to start the second half. Buzz, look, uh, twilight is set upon downtown Louisville. We've yep. got the stadium lights on. Sky has cleared up a little bit. And here's the most important thing, Dave. Uh, in my career, I've been a repair service technician, and I always tell people that the most important call I'm on is the uh, the most important call I have is the one I'm on at the time. Well, we've talked about the past. We've talked about the future. The most important game for Manuel right now is the second half versus the Central Yellow Jackets, and that's what we're going to focus on from here. Uh, we may bring up the past again because I'm going to keep reminding people to come out and, and uh, cheer that 66 team and cheer on the Crimsons against Fern Creek next week. But right now, Manuel's set to kick off to start the second half. Nick Cobb has it teed up on the far hash mark. Manuel leads 14 to 7. Dave, I think, yeah, I guess that is closer to the hash mark. At, at, at first, I thought it was kind of the middle of the field. Again, kind of hard to tell. We're not, we don't have the elevation we do in the goat pin. And oh, I missed the goat <laughs> pin tonight. There's no place like home. Deep for Central, number 22, Yakari Baker. And a name we've called a lot tonight, Corey Johnson. And here's the kick. Knuckleball, it's going to drive itself into the end zone, and the Jackets will start on the 20. That one was tough to field, went all the way to the end zone, and there's what I say, Dave. If you can kick it into the end zone, it uh, doesn't have to be a high-booming kick that clears the, the goal post. All it has to do is cross the goal line. It's a touchback. Central has to start at the 20, and we see Andre Teague coming out to join the huddle on defense again. He made a big play down on the goal line just before Central's touchdown. Yeah, the play I actually uh, thought maybe he came up with a loose ball yeah. on that fumble, but unfortunately didn't. So we'll start the second half. Central trails by seven.
Keon Ferris and Bryce Cosby, the safeties for Manuel. James Simpson stays in at quarterback, and he'll work out of the out of the shotgun formation. Three receivers right, one left. He's got Johnson directly behind him. The handoff comes to Johnson, stutter step, and then he's swallowed by the manual interior. Yeah, they were able to run some things there in the uh, in the first half late, Dave, and they, they came back to it. At that time, it was stopped pretty good. Looks like they were the, at least if I can read anything from one formation, yeah. they want to spread manual wide and then maybe work the read option out of that formation. Sissel, we'll Sissel Pleasant and John Riley Jr. all there. Riley, the first one, Sissel and Pleasant kind of plugging things up. Second 11, actually a loss of one on that play. And it's important for Manuel's linebackers to be able to come up in there and seal those plays off at the line of scrimmage. This team. time they send two receivers to both sides. And Johnson stays to the right of Simpson. Long snap count. Jones threatening to blitz again off the edge. Here he comes, and it's the handoff. The ball's on the ground. Let's see who comes up with it. Looks like yeah, Manuel's got Manuel it. Manuel may have recovered the fumble, and if they do, they're in business. So we're going to get a call from the referee that uh, – there's a central lineman pounced on it, so, but just it's still going to be third and long. Just an early signal that time by the Crimson's, a hopeful signal, but that's going to drop central back. Well, it looks third like right 11. about the line of scrimmage. Nope, they lost another yard. It'll be third and 12. And again, good work. That, that draw is just a little bit too far. He had to reach too far to hand that ball, and he put it on the hip instead of into the, into the gut, Dave. I'd look for Simpson to keep on this one. Takes a snap, looking to pass. Under heavy pressure, he brings it down, and then lobs one very deep, and it out of the hands of John Sneed Jr. But boy, I tell you what, that ball flew about 50 yards in the air. Well, he's, he certainly showed some arm there. I thought he was going to take off and run. Manuel actually had him sealed off pretty well, and actually that was pretty kind of nice. I know John would have, Sneed would have loved to have had an interception, but that would have been further than this punt's probably going to be, and he probably wouldn't have run it back. So I think Manuel's going to come out with better field position by not intercepting that pass. Well, number seven, and I apologize, we just don't have a name, Buzz, but he is the punter, done a great job tonight. Manuel has Floyd along with Cosby standing at their own 40 to receive the punt. Central, their punter's lined up just about at the goal line. And we've mentioned earlier about the problems that's haunted Central for years out of this yep. punt game, punting game. Couple, couple weak snaps. And, and I think somebody's tuned in to Old Gold Radio. <laughs> Central calls the timeout. <laughs> I've just put the, I put the whammy on them. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Coach Scroggins over says, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. Those goats are bringing up really bad memories." He's got, he's got spies all around us. By the way, no matter what the outcomes have been between Manuel and Central, nobody can refute the job that Coach Scroggins has done with the Yellow Jacket program. Oh, what a fantastic job he's done. Uh, it, it hasn't been a, you, uh, not that long ago, at least in this old goat's memory, that uh, right. Central was a perennial doormat, if I can say that before. I, I believe you can say it. And, and, and Not anymore. And if you say he turned the program around, that's not doing justice to the job that he has done. Uh, he, he did more than turn it around. He, he, he built, it, built it from ground level, and he's got a consistent winning program. And, and kids, kids want to come want here and play. He took the words right out of my mouth. The kids want this is a destination school. Yes, it is. They want to be here and they want to play for them. 
Here's the snap. Token pressure for Manuel. Nice high short kick fielded by Cosby at the 43. He muffs it. And Central has recovered at the Manuel 48. Yep. Dave, he, he, he let that one get into his pads, and he didn't close the ball around it quite. Bryce Cosby's been a, a fine punt returner, but he put that one on the ground, and, and Central's going to recover. Central has new life. So with 10.04 left here in the third quarter, another turnover goes the Yellow Jackets' way, and we'll see if they can make that one hurt. And with that, the manual defense right back on the field, and this is where uh, we talk about rising to the occasion all the time. And don't forget, this is the same jacket team that beat St. X last year. That's right. So first and 10, manual 40, let's call it the 47-yard line. You know, you might, you might see Central chuck it up there this time. And they work uh, out of the pistol formation. A receiver to both sides. Simpson takes a snap. Jones strapped the middle. He's got a big gain of about eight. Crosses the manual 40. And that just opened very quickly. Yeah, it did. Just a, a quick with, the, again, sort of that read option type play. Nice job by Keon Ferris to come up and make that hit. But a seven-yard gain by Central. It's going to be second and three. Same formation. Manual player late getting play. on the field. Hand off again. No, this actually, this time the quarterback keeps. They tried to, Cosby tried to go for the strip, didn't get it, and Central has a first down inside the 40. It's forward progress, and the quarterback kept it that time, but the, I think the running back may have gotten more yardage than what the quarterback gained, but it's still enough for a first down. Manuel had a player late getting onto the field as that play was run, and you've got, got to be out there and get lined up and be ready against this jacket team. So after the muff punt, Central in business at the manual 34. Again, apologize. It's just a tough vantage point to call the yard lines. Pistol formation again. Handoff again. Johnson, stutter step in the hole, and he's going to be swallowed. No game. Just a nice job by the interior of the manual defense. Number three, T.J. Ballard, one of the tacklers in there. Dave, for a tremendous player like Bryce Cosby, okay, he's got to get that muff punt out of his mind, number one. And number two, he's the kind of guy who comes back after making a play like that and makes a big play. Look for him to do something like that maybe on this drive. And it's a pump fake. Quarterback keeps up the middle. He'll gain about five. And Simpson, he just kind of looked like he was going to chuck it and said, eh, I'll just run it. I, I don't know if that may have been just a quarterback draw all the way, Dave. He, yeah, it, just, uh, it, he never really sold me on the pass. No, that was a half-hearted effort at best. Central, a nice gain. Bring up a Central third and right five. up to the line of scrimmage again. A big third, and we'll call it third and four for Central. They trail 14 to seven. Hand off again. Johnson squirts through close to a first down. I think he's got it. Manuel had him at the at the line of scrimmage that time, but he was able to shake a couple tackles before finally being brought down there. Another central first down. <laughs> Number 10, John Riley Jr. with what turned out to be a shoestring tackle. He had him slid down around his ankles. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets, first down. So that new life has really brought new life Hand to off this. Johnson again. Jones got him from behind, so a short game. Give him two. Yeah, Jones made a good tackle that time, Dave, but he he had to kind of come over from the side, couldn't get his head in front, allowed the ball carrier an extra step or two. It's going to be second down, eight yards to go for Central. 
7.40 and ticking here in the second half. Central's maintained possession from the kickoff. It's Jones behind Simpson. Then he moves over to the left. High snap, gets it down. Bubble screen. Connects. Broken up that time. Keon Ferris came in from a safety position. Ripped the ball out before it actually was caught. So it's going to bring up third. It, to me, by the yard marker, it looks more like eight. The scoreboard says seven. Yeah. But two big plays coming up here for the Crimson defense. Yeah, we're certainly in, I would say, four-down territory for Central, although... Emmanuel needs to be mindful of that reverse that Central scored on late in the second quarter. Well, that's for sure, and, and, but if Manuel stops him here, a kicker like Sebastian Francisco, certainly they may try a field goal. See two receivers left, one to the right, Johnson to the left of Simpson, snap, and he's going deep. He's got a guy wide open, and overshoots him at the goal line. They sold on the bubble screen, and then they had the wide receiver just released straight from Ukrari Baker was wide open for the six. Ran the, ran the same look because they saw Manuel really put pressure, put pressure on. on, on the Ferris came up on the play before from his safety position. This time there was nobody out there except one yellow jacket receiver, and the pass fell incomplete. So it's fourth and seven. I Boy, think we'll see that play again There tonight. was a huge bullet that just buzzed by the manual defense. Dave, what an arm that he's got. He just kind of snapped that out there. James Simpson just kind of snapped the ball out there, and it went a long way with a tight spiral. So it's fourth and seven. Again, two receivers left, one right. Pistol formation for Simpson. Ball comes. He rolls right. He wants to keep. He breaks the tackle. Rolling to the right, and he's going to be tackled by Jones. No gain. Emmanuel is held what. on downs. Nacho Jones, Dave, did a nice job of staying home from his left-end position. He squared himself up, and as Simpson came around, he took him on. Simpson, a bigger, taller player, uh, tried to push him away with a stiff arm, and he just stuck in there, rode him out of bounds, made the tackle. A great job by Kenneth Nacho Jones to stop that drive. Dave, with Simpson, the vernacular of today, and I've just heard this in the last couple years, is that he can really spin it. I always called it a tight spiral, but I've heard coaches and broadcasters talk about him spinning it. He can do it. He's yet to really connect with anybody, but, boy, he's got a live arm. Well, and that one, I mean, he sent that one in the orbit toward the goal line. Okay, Manuel finally gets on offense, 7.08 to go, third quarter. I formation for the Crimson's two receivers right. It's Will Britt at quarterback. Long snap count, and the handoff on the counter goes to Robbins, and he's belted at the line of scrimmage. And it just seems to me, Buzz, since the game has, has gone on, Central not only has gained more confidence, but they seize momentum. Well, and, and those two go hand-in-hand, hand, Dave. A little bit of a break. You start to say, hey, we can play with these guys. Then you get the ball in the end zone, you come close, and that confidence becomes momentum, and momentum breeds more confidence, which leads to more momentum. So it's second and 10. T.J. Ballard comes on the field along well, with John Riley Jr. Jr. And, and this is one day where when you got a team that's starting to get the upper hand on you, get that momentum, that's when you've got to come back. Your offense has to do something to stop that. Same so formation, two receivers right. Manual out of the eye. Hard to get used to that. And then a handoff again. Play action pass. Britt's under pressure. And he's going to be brought down for a big loss. 
the defensive ends for Central have had a good night after the first quarter of yeah. penetrating. They, they just brought more people than Manuel was prepared to block, and it paid off that time. Didn't bite on the fake. The ends didn't. Their job was to go after the quarterback. The middle of the line was there to stuff the run, and it paid off. So I, I think some nice adjustments made by both teams here at halftime, and uh, we'll see how this slugfest goes on. So it's third and 16 at the midway mark of the third quarter. What looked like this might have been a rout early in the early stages of the game. It's turned into a dogfight. Yeah, uh, Dave, I don't know about you, but I never thought for a minute it was going to be a rout. Central is just too good, and they play too hard against Manuel. So Britt out of the shotgun. He'll work with three receivers, two right, one left. Robin stays in to his right. Britt takes a snap. He's looking for Carter on the slant. He's got him. He dodges one tackler, he's but he's going to be short down. of the first by about five yards. Maybe nice. more, and then Carter was tackled low. Let's see if he gets up. Might have had tweaked an ankle. He's a little bit slow getting up. And he's a little slow getting up. And we got a yellow jacket. The tackler is actually injured as well. Let's see if Carter can shake it off. Yeah, that's that's certainly a weapon that Manuel Quincy doesn't want to lose. Is the injured yellow jacket. And let's see. Uh, maybe we can just put a little tape on that, a little spit and tape, and he'll be good yep. to go. You could just see by the way he was being taken down from behind and low that he's probably going to, and I think the tackler actually landed on his heel. That's what I think happened, and I think that caused the tackler. looks like he might have an ankle as well or maybe a cramp. Again, in situations like this, I always hope for a cramp. Um, but you're right, Dave, the way Carter came down, we'll see what, see what the training staff can do. Well, it'll bring on Will Sissel to punt for the second time tonight. Manuel looking at fourth and eight with under five to go into third. Speaking of the training staff, is that Andre Teague down on the on the asphalt over there, Dave? It's hard to hard to get the whole number. We've got Bryce Cosby over there getting stretched out. No, actually, it's Ballard over on the sideline. Okay. Central sends back Corey Johnson and Baker, and it's Sissel DuPont. Low snap. Sissel gets away. Nice kick. Johnson fields it at the 40. Eludes one tackler, two. Across midfield. Now looking dangerous across the 30. Still on his feet down to the manual 30-yard line. So, again, the Jackets are in great shape. Another confidence-building play for Central, Dave. And, and in a situation like that. It is Teague over there laying on the asphalt. And we, maybe it's late where we're going to start seeing some uh, cramp issues and another Crimson yeah. laying on the field injured. But a uh, low-line drive punt like that leads to returns. And, yes, there is another Crimson player down, so can't see the number. Looks like it may be a cramp. And we look over here. We also see number two stretching out his leg. It's a, it's Floyd. a hot, hot, humid day, Dave, and... And In fact, he's going to get some ice on something. All the all the running and all the stretching, you got to hydrate, and the hydration has to start the day before. You can't just wait and drink a cup of water just before the game. So we've got uh, Floyd, who was very effective early on in the game. Now yep. with some some treatment, we've got Carter down, Teague down, and. Huh. Well, it's football, it and it's mid-August in Kentucky. It's a, it's a very humid day, a lot of sweat going on. 
Sissel comes off gingerly. And now he's going to get some attention. So it's uh, a lot of cramping going on at this stage in the game. 4.43 to go in the third quarter. And Dave, after, there's enough in the tank to, to ride this lead. After the game, I'm going to give you a theory. After the game when the mics are off. Okay. So Central back on the attack. Two right, one left. And it's been Simpson, the quarterback, the whole way. Counter goes to Johnson. He's into the secondary. He's gone. He'll score from 30 yards out. Made it look easy. He broke the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a, a illegal or excessive celebration play or whatever. Pretty much went unmolested on the counter. And the Jackets are within one. That's, that's what I saw, Dave. I saw him kind of go down in the end zone, and I thought, what happened here? And sure enough, then I see the flag, so I, it was a celebration penalty, I'm sure. And Francisco on for an all-important extra point to tie it up. There were some flags after the touchdown. I'm sure they're going to be assessed to the Crimsons. On Manuel, personal foul. Oh, maybe they hit him. Maybe they hit him after he had scored, Dave. There we go, speculating again. So an all-important extra point coming up here. Simpson holds. Here's the kick. It's up, and it's good. 4.36 left in the third quarter. Central 14, Manuel 14. Sebastian Francisco is good. The score, Yellow Jackets Central. And another injured Manuel player on the field. So this game is kind of following a reverse script from some of the games that we've seen in the past. <laughs> uh, the, much uh, much roll reversals here. Manuel got out early, and now Central has come back to tie it. Seeing a lot of players being worked on for cramps. And good news is Jalen Carter seems to not be walking nearly as gingerly as he was. Sissel is back up. I was victimized by cramps in the... First game of my senior season, Dave, and um, it, it, it there's nothing that I know of that's much more painful than a cramp. But you recover from a cramp pretty quickly. Um, there's nothing like that cramp in the bottom of your foot, or oh. the middle of that calf. So now it we'll see Bryce how Manuel be hurt on that play. See how Manuel responds, and he's walking off. Got a water bottle in his hand, so. That, uh, and the Jackets are going to kick off from the manual 40, so the penalty was on manual. Against manual. It well, must, wow. Now here, here's the, the onside kick would be in order then. Yeah, that, that's the thought process. Do you onside kick it because they're not going to go very far and you still got them pinned back, or do you just take all the guesswork out, don't give them good field position, and easily blast it through the end zone? Well, since the first quarter, manual's offense has been very anemic. Yep. They have, they have stagnated as Francisco comes back to kick off yet again. Motley, one of the deep men back. Along with Floyd, let's see what Francisco does. And they do choose just to belt it into the end zone, so the Crimsons will start at the 20. That's, uh, that's the uh, standard play. It's first game of the season kind of thing. We've got all the momentum. Let's keep Manuel pinned back, force him to punt, 
and go right back down and score again mentality. Well, we get Carter back on the field. Britt stays in at quarterback. Looks like Teague is still getting some attention to our far left. Robbins, get tail back in the eye. Britt back to pass. Ball's in the air on the ground. Is it a fumble? They're going to call it incomplete. It's an incomplete pass. Yeah, that one. I think that one just slipped out of his hand. Looked like he was going for Carter deep. It just got away from yep. him, and that could have very well been ruled a fumble. I think his arm was clearly going forward, and I'll it, buy it and for a dollar. The ball, the ball went forward. Central had a good shot at intercepting it. So it's going to be second and 10, 431 left here in the third quarter of a tie ball game that Central is winning. They very much so. It's even though the score is tied, it seems like we're three scores behind. We've not much seen much positive here since that first quarter. So it's second and 10. Carter in motion to the left. And then the handoff, quick toss to Robinson. Oh, he's just blown up in the backfield. Big loss. You put your you put your wide out of motion away from the sweep. It fooled nobody. Now Central again. They're coming up and they're taking away the running game now for Manuel. It's going to be third down and a loss of about four on that play. Third and fourteen. Yeah, you can just tell by the body language here uh, <laughs> which way this game's going. Yeah. There's a little bit more pep in the jacket step. So it's third and fourteen. Four minutes to go in the third. And again, they, it's the biggest play of the night. Yep. And, and Central has done it by putting that pressure defense on Manuel, and they're just pinning their ears back and going and trying to stop anybody in the backfield. Carter again will split to the left. And Britt under center. Central coming with the blitz. Play action pass. He's under pressure. He's going to get Robbins in the flat. Can he make anybody miss? No, and he's going to be taken down for a loss of one. And it's going to be fourth and about 15. Yeah, Man Manuel's passing game is going to need to be a little bit quicker, Dave. Maybe the, the quick slants, something like that, in order to, to get the ball out of Britt's hands a little bit quicker. And in that case, Robbins had the ball, but he had his back to, to where positive yardage was going to take him. And that just took him out of that play. And Baker stand at midfield and await Sissel's punt. Under three minutes to go, third quarter. Low snap. A low punt. Gets a nice manual roll across midfield. And it rolls down to the central 40-yard line. So a very and then we got Sissel down again. Holding his legs, and it looks like another cramp, and that's the punter. Uh, that whole that whole play wound up with a pretty ending, but it was ugly from from the start. Yeah, and then luckily for Manuel, that the central brought no pressure at all. Yeah, they were they were setting up a return, had nobody coming in, low snap. Sissel, uh, a low, he rushed his punt, a low one, but end over end, it got a nice couple bounces out of it and was downed in central territory, but still not bad field position for the Yellow Jackets. They're asking that the money be paid in full by August the 23rd. 
So the defense really needs to come up big. Yes, they do. Central High School Family and Friends Day at Kentucky King. September 3rd, sponsored by the Central High Central will have the ball. We get back to action. 2.43 left here in the third. We're tied at 14. Central went actually three and out. Then Manuel muffed the punt, and it's been a very... That just totally turned yeah, things back around. Boy. Manuel would have had really good field position. So James Simpson back at quarterback. And the Jackets are 60 yards away from taking total control tonight. Handoff Jones. He tries the left side. Slips one tackle and he's belted, but not until he picks up about three yards. Yeah, but Dave, what Central's doing, they're running downhill now. They're getting before contact three to four yards and then another yard or two after contact, so a five-yard gain there. I'm, I'm really surprised the way Central, after the first quarter, has dominated the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really came together. Manuel came out, and that may be the other thing. We talked about the first game jitters, but also your first game, uh, the late, great John Wooden used to coach about getting his players too high for a game, and then the adrenaline wears off, and you become flat. And maybe that's what happened to the Crimsons. Manuel on the blitz. They hand off to Johnson. He tries the right side. He's into the secondary again. He's got another first down over midfield. First down at the Manuel 47. They found something over on the left side, very effective. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much just a basic uh, the read option with an inside handoff, kind of going off tackle. And with, and with that, they're just making positive yardage and moving the ball down the field. 155 left to go here in the third quarter. I doubt we'll see Central even try to throw the ball the rest of the game unless they're just absolutely having to. And then a handoff again to Joe. Actually, it's Simpson on the keeper. And he'll pick up about eight. Just a nice, nice handoff fake. Yeah. By Simpson. And, and it's it's that read again, Dave. You can't you ride this. It's more like the old Veer, where the quarterback would ride the fullback or the halfback until the last second and then, then either leave the ball alone or, or pull it back and take off. So we've called out a couple old time offenses tonight. Single wing and veer, but uh, I don't know if the veer was ever made to be run out of the pistol like this, but that's what they're doing. Simpson back to pass. He's going to look long. He's brought down. Or is he? Actually, finally never really went down. Yeah. Forward progress was finally stopped. Tackled by number 30 for Manuel, Cameron Kiesel. A big play for big Manuel, play. and it's a loss of about four, so it's going to be third, and we'll call it six. <laughs> Dave, because we second-guessed so well, why was Central thinking about throwing the ball? They were thinking about that long pass where they'd found the wide out very lonely at the goal line. But as we have had this discussion, they were grinding out big chunks of yardage on the ground. It's a blow snap, handoff Johnson, stutter step, and an ease drop for a loss of two. And it just really helped Manuel's defense kind of get their wind back into their sails with that. Come up and make another play. So it's fourth and eight. Neil Riddle, one of the Manuel players, number 44, in on that tackle. <clears throat> See who Manuel sends back. We've got Carter, and along with Marcus Floyd that will receive the central punt. It would be nice to see Manuel come up with something productive here on special teams because the offense 
been stagnant for a long well, time. And, and that's yes. going to be the end of the third quarter with the score tied at 14. Dave, I wonder now, it's, it's not raining, ground's not wet, ball's not wet, but still the, the snaps back to the backfield haven't been all that spectacular. I back would like to, to take a shot at one of them. Maybe you take a shot. Then again, ball at the 45. Manuel's done nothing offensively for the last two quarters. Right. Central try a fake. Playing the 6A school, nothing to lose. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Again, I think they they went with the basic plays before because they felt like that Manuel couldn't stop them, and I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to veer away from that at this point. Pun intended. 14-14. Heard the PA announcer announce a 15-year reunion for a Central High School well, class. puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the 50-year reunion of Manuel's 1966 state championship game, or state championship team, next Friday night at Manuel Stadium at 7.30. So we start the fourth quarter, fourth and eight Central, the ball on the Manuel 46-yard line with Central to punt. We've got Carter and Floyd deep for the Crimsons. Game tied at 14, but the momentum has belonged to the Central Yellow Jackets the last two quarters. Central in punt formation. No pressure for the Crimsons. Nice high, short kick. Carter stands inside the 10, makes the catch. They got a return and the flag comes down. And they throw the flag and that's gonna bring it back half uh, the distance to the goal. And I'm not really sure if I, he saw what he thinks he saw. I, I'm really sure he thought he saw something that wasn't there. And that is not the way it's supposed to be called, but the manual player did not touch the central player, but the central player went down. We had a perfect angle of it, but from where the official was, it certainly would have looked like a block in the back. I can't really fault the call other than it was wrong. <laughs> well, that's going to push the Crimsons back half the distance to the goal. Problem being, they have not moved the ball for a very long time. Emmanuel's losing the battle of field position. Well, now's the time. If you're an offensive lineman, to just man up here. Well, uh, going back to the wall. You got you to take this game back. Yeah, from the point of the foul, besides the 10 yards, there was another 7 or 8 yards uh, back from where the actual tackle was made. So if you're an offensive lineman, Dave, now's the time that you just wear your man out in front of you and, and start knocking people off the ball and establish something that hasn't been established since the first quarter. So Britt under center, first and ten. Central threatening, they're threatening to blitz over the A-gap. Handoff Robbins, left tackle. Just, boy, it's it's just dry gulch time down there. Yeah, not, not a whole lot of, of room there to run. A little bit of a line surge. We'll see if they move the marker, but. Actually, they're going to mark him with a gain of about four, and I just don't see it yeah. from here. Again, with, with the, our low vantage point, and uh, it's, it's just hard to pick up from the angle that we're looking at well, but it, it looked like the line got off the ball pretty well. They didn't continue the surge, but it allowed Robbins to get a good running start there. So Floyd in the tailback. Again, Central with the blitz, straight up the middle, handoff Floyd. Tries the left side, and he's brought down for a short gain, if any. Yeah, it's, uh, again, not much there, and but, again, as an offensive lineman, now's the time you should be 
wanting to have your running backs run behind you and just knock somebody and, off the line. And, but and you've got to you got to perform here, and it's third down, and it looks like six or seven. And, a, and another side note here, Buzz. Don't forget, Will Sissel's had trouble with cramps. Right, the putter. Right. Ballard splits wide right. Carter in the slot to the right. See, I think the slant is open for Carter now. They, they are bringing a linebacker out to help with double coverage on him now. Britt, play action pass, rolls right, lets one go. Looking for Riley in the backfield, threw it behind him, and here comes the punt team. Yep. Just too much pressure for Britt to do anything with. He at least yeah, you know, didn't to roll him take out a the pocket to give yeah. him a little bit of time, but to be frank with you, they've just controlled the line Quick, of scrimmage. Quicker, quicker throws. So Sissel's back on to punt. And Central return team, Baines and Baker stand at the manual 40. 10-10 left here in the in the football game. Now I'm going to tell you, Dave, if I'm Central, I'm coming after this punt. I am too. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm bringing everybody. In fact, I'd only have one safety back. I'd put 10 people on the line of scrimmage and go after it. All important snap me. coming up. Sissel gets it away. Nice kick. Lands at the 41, 42. Takes a manual bounce. Fielded by the Yellow Jacket. And then he's dumped at the manual. We'll call it the 40s, 48 yard line. Good presence of mind by the Crimson Tacklers as the ball was rolling and the, the central player picked it up and they wrapped him up immediately. And that's one where I'm sure the coach would probably take him over the side and say, son, maybe not uh, that late on the play with that many other colored jerseys <laughs> around you. But no harm. He didn't really gain much or lose much. But Central has the ball in manual territory. There's exactly 10 minutes left to go in this ball game. And Central is, like I said, in manual territory, first and 10. So we got Jones, Johnson, and Simpson in at quarterback, and Central starts with the pistol formation. Two wide outs to the left. High snap, handoff Johnson. Actually, Simpson's going to pull, and he'll pick up about one. And he was very late pulling yeah. the ball back out. Manuel, Manuel played that play fairly well. When and we Simpson got another crimson down. It's going to be John Sneed Jr. with the cramp problems. Boy, we've seen this over the years, but it's usually the team in black and gold. Yeah, the, the training staff is going to get cramps running out to the field to work with the cramps. So, yeah. So just a reminder to our listeners, next week, Manuel will be at home. Home opener against the Fern Creek Tigers. Big night on hand. Uh, we're going to honor the 1966 Kentucky State High School football champions. Yeah, back back in those days, Manuel won the 3A championship. For those who know of the 6A classifications now, there were only three classifications. Manuel beat Butler 33-6 in the state championship game. In, in those days, it was Jefferson County schools were all 3A. The city played the city. It was a day, In those days, a little bit of history here for our listeners. The city school system was separate from the Jefferson County school system. But the champions of both school systems played for that 3A title. Right, and, and they're, they're, they were all in the same class, and all at the time five parochial schools uh, were all listed in the cities. You had DeSales, Bishop David, Flaget, 
and uh, St. X and Trinity. Second and ten, second and nine for the Yellow Jackets. Simpson takes the snap. He's under pressure. He's going to lob one deep. He's got a man streaking, but he overthrows him. Pretty good coverage by Bryce Cosby. But there's that vertical pass you wondered when they were going to test. Yeah, you knew they were going to do it. Cosby had good position. The, the receiver was sprinting, but again, that ball was a long way overthrown. And maybe but boy, it looks pretty coming out of his hand. Maybe they're thinking, Manuel's tired, they're cramping, maybe we can beat them deep. Or, or if nothing else, if they're chasing us that far down, maybe they'll cramp up some more. True. So it's third and nine, 9.37 to go. Game's still tied at 14. Yeah, that, that's one of the things. If you've got somebody who's having trouble physically, punish them. So Central, third and nine at the manual, we'll call it 48-yard line. And they've got Corey Johnson in the, in the slot to the left. Watch, watch, watch for that reverse. reverse. Yeah. And you've got Jones lining up to his left as well. So you've got three receivers, if you count Johnson to the left, one right. And here's the bubble screen. They connect, and it's well-diagnosed. Manuel stops it at the line of scrimmage. Well played, and it's fourth and ten. Yeah, really nice job that time by Keon Ferris for one, along with T.J. Ballard, number three, uh, as they both got out there and played that bubble screen pretty well. They fought through. Their, the other wide receiver was out there to block and was not effective. So other than the first three plays of the, of the third quarter, Dave, that was the best defensive series Manuel's had this half. So, again, Manuel's uh, has sent Floyd with Carter back for yet another punt. It's a punter's duel. Can I say that? Well, yeah, I don't think it's going to stay that way for long. Manuel needs to bust something here. Let's see if they bring some heat on this punt. Carter and Floyd back. Nice snap. Another high, booming kick. Fair catch called for by Floyd. Let's see if it gets to the end zone, and it does. Yep, he made a good decision on that one, Dave, by coming up, settling underneath where it wasn't going to be, waving his arm for the fair catch to distract the central players, and nobody could have gotten to that one. But I'm impressed with the central kicking game. It's uh, gotten better. Dave. I mean, yeah, I mean, their, their punter, uh, we already know about Francisco, their kicker. Uh, they so they've got a when you talk special teams the punters a weapon that's right and it's and it's key as they go through their 3A season there's a lot of talk about the Wagner Wildcats finally ending Central Stranglehold on this district not so fast my friends first and ten manual from their 20 832 left in the game Britt three-step drop let's one go to Carter he's got him he slips one tackler two he's across midfield it's a foot race to the 40 he's going to win the race 20 15 10 5 touchdown manual Jalen Jalen Carter 80 yards from on Brent. the quick slant huh and wait a minute Dave did you just say slant yeah <laughs> slant I six. thought that's what you said <laughs> No flags, and the Jaybird has struck. Yeah, well, we knew we knew he was he was going to. We said all along that the slant was there, uh, and he showed that sprinter speed that he has, Dave. And he just got ran. And a nice move defense. on the first defender within contact of him. And oh yeah. Actually wheeled around the second uh, defensive back, and then just flat out ran the safety from midfield on. It was just a sprint. 
So 8-18 left in the game. Manuel 21, Central 14. I, I'm going to tell you something, Dave. I'm going to give a lot of credit to Manuel's defense for that touchdown. They helped swing the momentum by stuffing Central on those three plays up here after the, the punt. And then on first down, Carter went the distance. You know what, Central had controlled the momentum for so long, it had it fought back to tie the game, but never put Manuel away. And that's Emmanuel with the ability to counterpunch there and seize the lead. Right. Well, if you're if you're a good team, you you weather the storm and you come back. And we mentioned that uh, certainly that that was a big part of its character, its quality. And Manuel showed their character, and Carter showed his speed. Well, on the road, Buzz, we just don't have, uh, we've been used and spoiled over the last few seasons of getting some updates around around town, but right. uh, we're on a media blackout tonight. I'll tell you what, I really enjoy the visit down here. I guess we call this the Hive. I like Central's band. They play not only when they're on the field, but... They make it a lot of fun over there for the they Central They do make side. it a lot of fun. Their halftime show was good. And they've got a ton of cheerleaders over there. Uh, just It's what high school football is about, school spirit. Just just got a text from one of our fans. I'm not going to call her the fan of the week yet. Uh, my sister Ann McLaughlin out in uh, La Crescenta, California, says can't get on to Old Goat Radio. So I just texted her back, delayed. I, I was hoping that maybe I might have a message here from, uh, I was told that we might get some messages in from Wagner tonight, but I don't see them yet. Nick Kopp has it teed up. High deep kick, fielded at the four. They set up and return to the right. Got a pretty nice wedge coming. Cuts it back to the left. One man to beat. He gets blocked. It's up to the kicker. They're running out of bounds, and he does. Good job by Cop to kind of stand his ground there at the last. Knock him out of bounds, but Central back knocking at the door. First down at the manual 48, thanks to your Crary Baker on the nifty return. The return was set up to the right. They closed that down. He bent it back to the left. Only a couple of Crimsons left in the play, and one of them was Nick Cop, who forced him out of bounds. So 8.05 left, and Central in great field position. Time for the defense to come up with a big play. They got a Wagner has it at the end of the third quarter, 41 to nothing in their game. Running clock going into the fourth quarter. And Wagner who are, ahead. Who are they playing? You had to ask that. They're winning. <laughs> Central back to the pistol formation. Simpson, Johnson, and Jones make up the pistol. A receiver to both sides. And it's an option to the right. Simpson's going to keep, turns the corner. He's across the 30, actually, excuse me, down to the 41-yard line. And another Crimson down on the play, helmet off. Just an alley opened up that time for Simpson, Dave. It's like everybody from Manuel went after the... Uh, a little triple option yeah. out of that formation. And, and, opened, and an alley opened up. To the far side of the field, I can't get a number, but it looks like it's a lower leg injury. Let's hope it's another cramp. Yeah. Another cramp. Well, 7.52 left here in the fourth quarter. Manuel's 21, Central 14. William Britt to 
Jalen Carter on first down from their own 20-yard line. Nice 80-yard uh, scoring play. He struck quick. The, well, the, the, that's one of those good news, bad news situations, Dave. The bad news is the defense is back on the field. The defense is back on the field after that quick strike, and this is going to be Keon Ferris, who's had a nice game from his safety position. Made a couple big tackles. Uh, been, in, been in around the football all night long, and he's coming off pretty sprightly, but he has to come off for at least one play. Getting hydrated again. Something Simpson that needs five to continue to be done. On the carry. Second and five. The ball at the manual 43-yard line. Two receivers to both sides. Man in motion left. He'll get the hand. No, he doesn't. Simpson keeps. And it gets blown up for a short gain, if any. Good job they tried to Sean sell Pleasant. the jet sweep, and then Simpson's thought, well, I'll just keep it. Sean Pleasant and Sam Walsh both stayed home on that. Walsh, a 6'3", 268-pound junior, did a great job of stopping that play. A couple other manual players went after the fake, but you've got to honor the fake, Dave, because that's what oh, that option, option play comes. It, it brings that level to you. You've got to honor that. I got a feeling the ball is going to be in Corey Johnson's hands one way or the yeah, other on yeah. this play. And he kind of sets up as a wing back to the right. Manuel coming with the blitz. Johnson actually, there he is in the flat to the right, makes the catch. Or does he? Juggles it at the far sideline. I, I think they're going to really didn't make the reception. Either way, it's not going to be enough for a first down. And it's going to bring up a big fourth. I got to believe this is four down territory for Central. 6.44 left to go in the game. And there's no debate. They're yeah. quick to They're the back up on the ball quickly. Fourth and five. You got four receivers bunched to the far side of the field. Simpson then looks to the sideline for a play, and we may get a timeout here. I would be surprised if we don't. 6.20 and counting. Now is he trying to get Manny to jump off side. sides or what? I don't. Finally, the snap comes, and he missed the tackle. It's Johnson splits across. I think That's going to be really close to a first down. I think he's got it by about a yard. And I think he got the first down. Emmanuel defender blitz right by him and just <laughs> couldn't, couldn't wrap him couldn't up. Couldn't quite wrap him up. And it's first down central. I believe that was Coach Baco's visor that hit the ground. And it's a first down at the Emmanuel 35-yard line, 6.06 and counting in the fourth quarter. A receiver yep. to both sides for Central. They stay with the pistol formation. Jones to the right of Simpson. Corey Johnson about eight yards off the ball. It's a quick toss to Johnson. It's a halfback pass. He's going to let one go. And it's caught for a touchdown. Let's see. Oh, they're going to say it's incomplete. Boy, I'm glad nope, there is nope. no replay. They, he caught it, but he didn't get in the end zone, Dave. It's going to be oh, on about the one-yard line. Okay, he was. I thought he caught it. He did. I'll tell you what, Bryce Cosby was in really good, good position, position that time, but I don't think he saw the ball. 5.43 to go, first and goal Central at the manual one-yard line. And now Central calls a timeout. And you wonder now, Buzz, at this juncture of the game, will they go for two if they get in? I don't think so, Dave. I mean, with a kicker like Francisco, I think they'll kick it. They've pretty much, other than one 80-yard touchdown play, pushed Manuel around the second half. Why? Why take a chance on a two-point play failing when you know you can run it in on them in, in overtime? 
and I'm a, I'm a big proponent of going for two in situations like this. I, I just don't think, based on what I've seen from Coach Scroggins in the past, that that would be the choice he'd make. Yes, fans, I've been wrong before. <laughs> so let's set the stage here. 5.43 left. Still plenty of time left in this game to where we don't even need to think about overtime yet. First and goal for the Yellow Jackets on the one-yard line. And I what a nifty halfback line. pass by Corey yeah. Johnson. Yeah, and, and it didn't fool Cosby so much as yeah, I thought this it was pass in great was, position. Yeah, it, it was a well-thrown ball. Yeah, first, of course, I've said this before, that we've got a bad vantage point. But at first I thought the official was ruling incomplete. I thought, oh, no, he caught the ball. Okay, here we go. First and goal. One. Send a receiver far left. And then it's Simpson again out of that pistol formation. Manual crowd getting Hand up off on Johnson. two. I don't think he got in on first down. No. I think he stopped. I think he lost a, just a hair. Kind of tentative going up there. Sam Walsh, the first crimson to meet him. Sean Pleasant in there as well. Davey, the way he's been slashing all night long and running hard, and he kind of tippy-toed up there. Yeah, I kind of thought he danced in the hole yeah. that time. Yeah. So second and go, 520 and counting. And, and it could be Central Bay want to run as much time as they can, but I think they'd want to get it in the end zone, try to stop Manuel and score and win in regulation. Same formation. Simpson out of the gun. Quick toss, Johnson, does he get in? He's in for the touchdown. Yeah. Man, Manuel just couldn't tackle him, Dave. It, uh, they had pretty good position, played it pretty well, but he ran through a couple tacklers. No celebration there, well, no Manuel, never mind. Central <laughs> one point away. 4.57 to go in regulation and an extra point away from tying this one up. Sebastian Francisco on for the extra point. And the quarterback will hold James Simpson. All important PAT coming up. Here's the snap. It's high. And I think it's wide left. And it's no good. The snap was high. I don't think the holder got a clean grab on it. And the kick was wide left. And Manuel maintains the lead by one point. This is probably the first time in years I haven't talked about how it, there's three important elements on a place kick, the snap, the hold, and the kick, and, and it's a timing thing. And I, I think you're right, Dave. I think with the snap being high, the holder may have panicked just a little bit, got it down, but he put it out just a little bit further away from his body than normal, and, and Francisco hooked it. Ball went wide. So even with a great kicking game, mistakes can happen at the high school level. It's 21-20. Manuel's still ahead. Now if you ask me the question, yeah, I'd have gone for two on that. Me too. I really would have. I, I wouldn't have. I'd have gone with that kick. Um, it worked out in Manuel's favor. Manuel up 21-20. to Well, Carter, <laughs> he wastes no time lining up for this kickoff. He wants to touch that football again. And along with Marcus Floyd, both have a touchdown on the night. Yeah. And... Francisco has it teed up. Is it too early to think onside kick? Oh, no. I, I wouldn't be at all surprised with an onside kick. And here's the reason why I'd say onside kick now. Manuel's got a couple dangerous guys back deep. But also, Central's done a pretty good job of stopping Manuel's offense. 
if you give it to them at midfield, you still may be able to get it pretty close. So I say, I say onside kick. And here comes the kick. Uh, a low knuckle ball. As I said, I'm going to be fielded before. by Floyd. They set the return up the middle. It's across the 20. And he's going to be knocked down at about the 30-yard line. So, Manuel, decent field position. 4.49 left in the football game. And, Dave, that's what you want to see out of your ball carriers, that when they get hit, they punish tacklers. And pretty good run back, pretty good field position. Francisco didn't elevate that one like he's used to doing. And uh, I think that Manuel got good field position because of it. So, we'll see what Britt... I know you'd want to run the ball and, and grind out a couple first downs and take the 21 to 20 win, but do you go back to Carter on first down with the slant again and see if you can catch lightning <laughs> in a barrel twice? Why not? His manual has been – give Central a lot of credit. They have just bottled up the rushing attack. Yeah. Carter wide right. Manual in a power eye formation. And it's a handoff. Actually, I don't think it was a handoff, and Britt gets dropped for a big loss. I'm not and sure flags what flags came in late. I'm not sure what's going on. And now a flag came in. Oh, and Central's clapping their hands. So, so not only a, a busted first play, uh, a penalty comes in late. Mental error on that play. And so looks like Manuel's in retreat mode. 39. And that was probably a dead ball foul, so Manuel's going to lose yardage, then lose yardage field on the penalty. Field position. Yeah. So a, a, a long so conference. So we're waiting to sort this out. We'll see what the official call is. Let's we're see. Still discussing it. I don't know what it would be to discuss. It's a dead ball foul. Personal foul against Central. Against Central. Well, that bails us out. Okay. Yes. Well, there's a break. A big break. And that bails him out of a negative first down play. Good news. I see Andre Teague going back into the backfield. And he's been absent for a long time tonight. Those, those cramps or whatever he had would happen. So that gives Manuel a first down. 4.37 and counting in the late stages of the ball game. They're still in the power eye formation. Tegan Blue, Ballard, Dossia in the handoff. No, it's going to be a pass again to Carter. And it's intercepted at the 30. And it's going to be returned the other way. This might go for a touchdown. I think it will across the midfield. And he knocked down at the manual 39-yard line. A little long for Carter. And yep. at a first and 10, you're thinking maybe they should have just milked the clock. But yeah, now the Yellow Jackets have new life. He'd been getting getting open deep all night long. That one, like you said, sailed just a little bit too long. And, and I don't know. I, I think Carter might have lost that one in the lights, Dave, because it looked like he eased up. And then when he tried to go up to get it, he was, he was a little bit short of it. I like him on the slant better than yeah. the fly. Yeah. Or the skinny post. So, 4-12 left to go, 21-20. Central in manual territory at the 40. And there's going to be a Manuel's timeout. take a timeout. 4-12 to go. Yeah, that probably a good timeout. It's manual to yeah. gain their composure and get a 
Get a couple other breaths in that. Tell your Whoa. defense, all right, guys, you've done you've done your job. Now you got to do another series here. Just rise up to the occasion. I have to admit, I was not expecting that pass. No. A couple of first downs, and we might have been out of here. And what Central has done, they've switched. They had just deep coverage on Carter. And the safety was just giving ground, giving ground, giving ground. And he played it right. you got to give credit where credit is due. They had interception. And they were waiting for that. Yeah. 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 And the defensive back gets some vindication. Also next yeah. week, another exciting football game in Kentucky as the Yellow Jackets of Central travel to Corbin, Kentucky. Boy, I Long just heard the Central announcer announce that Central is going down to Corbin next week. If they're playing the Red Hounds in Corbin, that ought to be a ball game. Oh, yeah. I still hear tales of the Bird Brothers uh, way back. I actually saw uh, <laughs> a couple of them play when Corbin came to uh, DuPont Manual. My father Memorial was Stadium. in the stands. I, I was there as well. Billy and Roger at that time. Calvin had already graduated and gone on to Kentucky. First down at the 40 for Central. Handoff Jones. Spin move. And then wrapped up by Cleasant. And he bobbled the ball for a second. Yep. Ran right into Sean Cleasant. And that's not that's not a running back's dream, I can and tell you. And then we get a little bit of chatter now after the play. Yeah. Well, Jones is saying that didn't hurt a bit, big yeah. boy. But you didn't gain any yardage either. <laughs> you don't have to hurt. Doesn't I have just to hurt. have to stop you. Show him, show him next time. Well, we've seen a halfback pass out of Central, and we've seen that reverse for a touchdown. What's next? Both teams have opened up a little bit of a bag of tricks tonight. Second down, 11 yards to go. And the clock, clock ticks running. down to 3.30. I think Central may just play, Dave. The one the last possession of the game. They may want to get the field goal give Francisco a chance at vindication with a field goal. Two receivers right, one to the left. Simpson's got Jones to his left. Johnson to his right. Look for a little option play here to the wide side. They've got Johnson in the flat. He's going to roll. Lobs it to him. Did he catch it or is he out of bounds? We'll see what the They're going to give him the catch. He caught it. Wow. A circus far. catch on the sidelines as he was falling out of bounds. And again, don't forget that in high school football, you only have to get one, one foot down in bounds. Ball at the manual 21, three minutes to go. Central has all kinds of options now, Dave. I believe they're in Francisco's field goal range. Now the clock is no longer an issue. Yeah. And it's a bubble screen to the far side. And a good hit out of bounds. It stops the clock. 2.54. I believe that was Quincy Baines that caught that one. Kind of hard to see over the sideline. He got out of bounds, stopped the clock. Up, oh, Dev Devin Hall got that catch. And those Spaniels got no pressure on Simpson lately. Wonderful no. dial up of blitz. Well, I think now the, the running game has been successful enough that Manuel's on their heels. Yep. Three receivers, and we get a flag come in before the snap. Is that a sideline uh, warning, I think? I might be. And they're going to march off five against Manuel, it looks like. Uh, that's yep. At this juncture in the game, that's just inexcusable. Second and eight becomes second and three. They they heard you say watch the ball, Dave. Yeah. yeah. As, in, as in all games, penalties yeah. and turnovers. Yeah. They are killer. Second and three. Now second and two. Well, Balls 
inside the 30-yard line for sure. Man in motion, that's Johnson to the left. Low snap. The ball's batted. Incomplete. And somebody got a big paw on that one. Yeah, I believe that was number 44, Dave. I'll give you that number here in a second. And I think that you're right. They've up, right now they're in uh, Sebastian Francisco oh, yeah. territory. Neil Riddle, number 44, got a hand on that ball. So it's going to be third down, short yardage. The low snap, but it came right up. Simpson did a good job fielding. It looked like a shortstop in baseball. Snatched it up one-handed, but then Manuel got penetration. And uh, big second down. There should be. Should oh, be there was a flag down. after the play. Well, that's interesting. Let's see what the penalty yeah. is. We might they're, want to take the real talking, estate. They're talking to Manuel, but they're walking toward the Manuel goal line. Nope. I think they're going to get the now line of scrimmage. Turn around. I think you have to take the penalty here, Buzz, for field yeah. consideration. Five-yarder, it's going to give them second down again. About eight yards to go. 2.48 left in the game. Three receivers to the left, one right. Jones next to Simpson out of the shotgun. And you would think the play is going to go to Corey Johnson here to the strong side. Play action pass. Simpson's under pressure. He's got to roll that one go. In and out of the hands of a receiver. Actually, it was Johnson. So it's third and eight. So 2.41 left in the game. Third and eight. The ball on about the manual 23-yard line. Central this time in a huddle. They break it. And then they're going to send one receiver to the left. And it's two running backs to each side of Simpson. High snap. He rolls right. Let's one go. And a, and a flag comes down late. I thought it was a beautiful block by yeah, Simpson, but he, they got him for coming over the there top. There were a lot of bodies flying around. And but it's going to be pass interference. There was an emphatic flag at that time, Dave. Yeah. That's going to be a first. Pretty, pretty clear. It's going to be a first down central. And, boy, things have just not worked yeah. out well here in the late stages of the game. Yeah, he, I, I would guess the official saw him get there just a hair too early. But I thought, like you, from where I saw the ball was already by the receiver as he came across. But yeah, we've talked about a poor vantage point all night long. So, and and that yes, one really hurts. I am prejudiced. That one really hurts because yeah. with 2.36 to go, you essentially gave him, given Central. First and 10 from the 11. So essentially they could run eight plays here. Yeah. So a shotgun formation again for Central. They only trail by one, 21-20. So they're going to... Manuel threatening to blitz strap the middle. Handoff Johnson. And does he score? He's very close if he's not in. Johnson. Johnson on the carry that time. And he had some running room that he hadn't had for a while. 
John Sneed Jr. on the tackle. It's going to be second down. This is one of those cases for Dave. Let him in. Case, let him in the end. Let him in. Save some time. The clock continues to roll. Two ten and counting. I, I, I've never been much of a proponent of that, but I see the wisdom in it. Maybe that's why I have long been a snap count for Simpson. Finally, it comes handoff. Jones sweeps the right side. It's strung out. He's going to be brought down for a loss of about five. Yeah. I, and now I think if you're on defense, you burn the timeout and save the clock. Yeah. I've, Dave, what I, it almost looked to me like he was trying to throw the ball. Yeah, but Would the manual needs a halfback to, pass on the goal line. I've seen it done before, but it's 135 and counting. Manual needs to start thinking about conserving clock one way or the other. It's third and six. I mean, you've got to do the time and space. Yeah. Or do you just just ride it out and say we're going to block the field goal attempt? We're going to keep them out of the end zone and block the field goal attempt and take a 21-20 win. I hope, I've never I been a coach that. in a situation like this. I'm not sure what I would do. 115 and continuing to tick. One receiver far left, one to the right. Simpson rolls right. There's pressure, and I think the ball is incomplete. 102 left in the game. It's fourth and goal. Excuse me, it's fourth and six. I think he was just trying to avoid a sack that time. I don't know that they were even looking to do if anything. If there's any silver lining here, the ball's on the right hash. Yep. And and, and Dave, I, again, I don't understand. If Central just wanted to run time down off the clock why to throw? kick the field goal, why throw it? Not, and not in the end zone. Yeah. So Simpson will hold. It's going to be about... A 24-yard so attempt. So let's bring up those three points again. Snap, hold, kick. Simpson All of will them hold. Be in unison. Here's the snap. It's high. It's up, and it's good. No he good. It right, it's not right. right. And Manuel is held with 57.4 seconds to go. I need to go to Dr. Bosser's bus. I thought it was in there. <laughs> it it clearly was wide right, and I think the miss to the left was in his head, and he pushed it to the right. We talk about we talked about the kickers, uh, how it comes down to them, and it's unfair to say you win or lose the game. But we've talked about the mental part of the game. You know, a few years ago it was a couple snaps. It got in the center's head. That time. The first time the snap was bad, the hold was shaky, the kick was what you get out of that. That's time the snap and hold were good, the kick was bad. I'm going to hold, I'm not going to, I'm going to bite my tongue before I make this next comment. We've got 57 ticks on the clock. So, for, so I've got, we got 57 seconds and I'm going to withhold my final comments about this series until then. We know a lot, if you remember the Ballard game last year in the victory formation, Somehow the ball was catapulted like 20 yards back in that victory right. formation. Yeah. So the well, ball you the know, it's been just a couple years ago that Fairdale, that Fairdale won a playoff game, game that the other team was in the victory formation. So you can't count your chickens before they're hatched, all that other stuff. But I think Central um, does have at least two timeouts, maybe three. I was thinking that they had one, but... but uh, and again, apologize, fans. We don't have our statistician with us tonight. Right. And we've By the got way, Jacob Llewellyn, if you're out there listening, uh, we'd love to have you come back to the booth whenever you get the chance. Certainly did a good job for us in years past. I've got a couple other things I'd like to discuss with you, too. It's Catch up with you on Facebook, brother. So, Manuel in the par eye formation. So 
Central coming. Uh, right they loaded the, the box. And finally the snap comes with the handoff to Teague. He fights forward. He better hang on to the football, and he does. And sometimes buzz are better off to find the turf. Yeah. Just get down. Yeah, but you got to figure Teague hasn't gotten too many carries tonight. He's a stud running back, and he wanted to show it. And the more he stays on his feet, the more the clock keeps running. So. And a, time, a quick timeout by Central, 50 seconds to go. So it's now, be. for those thinking, just take a safety. No, you can't take a safety and get you out of here. You can't take a safety You this cannot take the safety. Actually, Manuel got about six yards on that play, Dave, so it's second down and four. Well, the coaches know more than I. Maybe, evidently, they've done the math and figured out we need to get a first down to win this football game. Could be. Could be. It's, uh, yeah, it, it, the football especially is never over until the whistle blows, the final whistle blows. Um, but that was a, a, a good, strong run by Teague, and what Manuel went with the with the up back, the quick hitter out of the power eye formation, and, and Teague delivered the load. Well, this has just been the opening night. I'd say the Yellow Jackets have a lot of W's in their future. Uh, I, th I, th I think so, and I think that, that this Manuel team, both teams – obviously have made some mistakes tonight they've both played well at times a lot of character on both sides uh, unlike in the booth where there's a lot of characters now i think we're in a victory formation yeah i i don't know after after team just ran six i might give him the ball again but so i'm not sure what's going to happen here other than they're in the victory formation or a very tight running formation And handoff again. Emmanuel moves the pile. Did they get a first down? He's close to a first down. I think he's going to be about, the, well, Emmanuel signaling first down. I think he's going to be about a couple inches short of a first down. Central calls it's the be timeout. Third, third and short, I believe. And now I'd ask for measurement since the timeout's called. That's two yeah. timeouts called no, already. It's going to be pretty easy because they started on the 20, so, so the ball is going to be at, at the point of the ball at the 30. And they're going to... They are going to measure. And they call for the chains. So from here, it looks like the point of the ball is just past the yard line, which, of course, I can't see. So I'm making that up, fans. <laughs> uh, not really. It, and we are without the goat cam tonight. Yeah. So we're working here with just really... And, and you get a really good vantage point from high atop the goat pin at Manuel Stadium. While we glance down here, it looks like Cameron Kiesel's got some ice on some ribs. He had at least one really fine tackle tonight. A great defender. That's, uh, actually, on a night like tonight, I know the ribs probably are hurting, but that ice probably feels pretty good. Yeah, I could use a pack myself. Yeah. So, uh, Dave, you're always cool, buddy. <laughs> so 40.2 seconds left in the game. It's third and short. The ball just outside the manual, inside the manual 30. And Central's burned their second time out. They may have one to go. Now, Buzz, this is a very important third down. Absolutely. You know, it's they need a first down here to control the ball. Here's 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 my play in this situation, Dave. I I, I sprint <clears throat> I sprint Will Britt out. I put Teague in front of him and sprint him out and and let him run as much time off. Running up the middle doesn't run as much clock. I still want to get the first down, but. Here I'm we go. Him out instead of going up the middle. A That's really tight me. goal line formation. Britt under center. I'd go long snap count. Handoff Teague. He's bounced it. Does he get it? He drops the ball. 
it recovers. He's going to be. He's going to be short of the first, first down. down. But boy, that was disastrous. He had broke one tackle, rolled around, and looked like he had a lot of daylight ahead of him, and dropped the yep. ball, and then gets hurt. I think the cramp came back to get him. And an injury timeout stops the clock with 33 yep. seconds to go. Boy, so again, just uh, looks like another cramp. But okay. he got the ball back. Yeah. But so, what do you do here, Buzz? It's fourth and one. Fourth well, and inches. Boy, I thought for sure he was going to get a first down easily. Yeah. They call for punt. Oh, boy. I don't know. Thirty-three seconds to go, and Manuel will punt. Well, now they they will they will wind the clock. Here here again, I get up, I come up to the line of scrimmage, and I just run a quarterback sneak, see if I can get that foot. Yeah, I just I would run here. I I thought I would risk a punt, but they're in punt formation. With and the clock is winding down. Thirty seconds. I'd take the delay of game penalty here, well, Buster. Yeah, and and that may be what they're going to do, Dave. Central sending 11 men. I would not snap this ball. 15 seconds and counting. I wouldn't snap it. We'll I just, would take the penalty. We'll Here's the snap. Just and he got it away. Nobody back to field it. 40-yard line distance. Roll, and three touch seconds, it. two. Don't touch it. it. Don't touch it. And game over, Manuel wins. Wow, wow. what a way to finish the game. Rarely do I say in football that the thrilling game comes to an end on a punt. Yeah. <laughs> not a block punt, not a punt return. Just a punt that rolls dead, that nobody was back. Now Tremendous about, ball game from two programs that are going to play a lot of good football as the season goes along. Doesn't mean that tonight was a lot of good football, but there, there was some good football on both sides. It was tough football. Absolutely. Both teams have a lot to work on. I think the weather was definitely a factor. It's in the first game of the season. It's hot. It's humid. Uh, but a great effort by both teams. Both teams. And, and no they both learned tonight. a lot for as the season goes along. Uh, one thing I was going to say toward the late stages here, Central is really cursed in the special teams game against Manuel. Yes. In years past, it had been the punting game. Tonight, unfortunately for them, it came down to the place kicking. Not the place kicker. I'm talking about the whole team right. itself. It's, oh, it, yeah. A lot of people, you know, they want to put the blame on one player. It's the whole team. No. It is a, it's a battery in, the, in a kicking game. It's your center, it's your holder, and the place kicker. Three important phases in that place kicking game. Snap, hold, kick. And any one of them can mess it up. It doesn't have to be the kicker. It, it can be the snapper. In fact, I've always I've always said yes. I'm prejudiced, but the center center is the most important position because he starts every play. But I think that's probably going to wrap it up here from Central tonight, Dave. I, I agree. Any, anything before I run us out of here? I'll just, just send them the invitation right. for next week. Absolutely, fans. Don't don't hesitate to come out to Manual Stadium next week for the 50th anniversary of the 66, uh, 1966 state championship team. Get to Manual Stadium early. And also, if you can't, we will carry that game live on OldGoatRadio.com. We'll have all the play-by-play -play action. So, from the home of the Yellow Jackets, Central High School Stadium, for David Wright, for our producer back in the goat pen, John Wright, for security, George Sechrist, I'm Buzz Frank. Thanks for listening. <laughs>